0: your track racing.
1: We're late, but we're live. Hey, what's up? This is weird. It's just me and Dalton. Um we so we're gonna have two different uh like perceptions of this race weekend in this week's episode. Uh but I guess first I should introduce us. Um I'm talking into this mic too for some reason. Uh it's me, your boy Cody, the host with the most. And I am Twitter celebrity, Dalton Ridey Bush. Twitter celebrity. Um I love it how you're still running with the Twitter celebrity thing.
2: Uh dude, dude how can I not, honestly?
1: i appreciate that fact um so dalton we just went to talladega um, oh yeah we did i'm kind of slow right now multitasking trying to tweet out these links um, oh yeah i should
2: probably get this to sharing too as a matter of fact
1: i appreciate you doing that um well, well yeah of course i mean we got to get that viewership up baby and, and like this is just the awkward part of it all because now like trying to be live and entertain the crowd while also trying to be a social media influencer, dude, it's just, it's too much. Right. The struggle is real. Um, So do me a favor and just walk me through your process of starting this weekend. So you had a long work week, right? Oh
2: yeah. So uh, you're going to enjoy this story. Uh, so, I decided to leave work at uh, 12 o'clock on Friday. Uh, my supervisor led to 12, so I said, fuck it, I'm going to do the same thing. I was planning on leaving at 3 because we just had a busy work week, especially after me being off the Monday after the Bristol dirt. That didn't help either. So I went to work, did a couple things, worked my ass off, and I said, screw it, I'm just going to leave at 12. I uh, had to go get my oil changed real quick. It was like a 10-minute oil change like right near my work, so I went and did that real quick just to get it out the way. And made my way to Talladega. It's only a three and a half hour drive, so wasn't terrible like Daytona was. And then I get there, and you know, park my car, uh, meet my buddies from Stock Car Spec, and they brought their friends from Chicago as well. Got to meet those guys. Dakota now was this there, was so.
1: a this was a celebration for them guys, right?
2: It was uh, Mike Gamble from Stock Car Spectacle, who is uh, getting married this Halloween. Uh, this was his uh, bachelor party, so his wedding's it,
1: on Halloween.
2: Well, the Halloween weekend. Okay. I was about to that's
1: And, and out, I will be but. there.
2: I will be there in Chicago for it.
1: Are you flying or driving?
2: Uh, I'm flying. I'm not driving. Like I will never drive more than five hours anymore. Like Daytona killed me. That was it. Um, so anyway, I get there and I meet everybody. Dakota's brought his friends as well. Dakota's bunch that I've never even met before. They're they're a bunch of cool ass dudes. And after I, you know, get my stuff unpacked, I told him Boys, it's been a long ass work week and I need a beer. And I expected them to give me like a bush light apple or a bush light. Uh, but no, they decided to hand me a four loco. Now, keep in mind, I've never heard of this drink. I, I'm not a drinker, so I don't really I'm not really into alcohol like Do you know where I, they
1: bought it from?
2: I do not know. But but anyway, so they hand me the four loco, and I thought it was it looked like a regular seltzer, okay? Because it just looked fruity, I thought. I think I can do this. But then I looked at the can, and it was 12% alcohol. And I told everybody, I'm like, you trying to kill my ass here? Um, But I thought I could handle it. So I opened the can, started taking a sip, and uh, they wanted me to try to drink the whole thing. Uh, Or no, at least half of it. I said, screw it. I'll just slowly, like, drink the whole thing. And sure enough, I drank the whole thing. And low-key, I I regretted it, like, immediately. Never again will I ever – Lay my hands on a Four Loco.
3: Oh, big Four Loco time, huh?
1: Yeah. That's I was. I don't know if you heard me ask or not, Mister uh-uh. Daddy. Uh, I asked him where they bought it, just like to to understand the percentage in it. That's what I Tennessee. said too. That's the
3: minute someone said that they were like, "We got Dalton a Four Loco," and I was like, "What's the percentage?" They're like, "What yeah. do you mean?" I'm like, yeah. "There's a difference."
1: Yep. You, yeah. you either get a Tennessee Four Loco or any other Four Loco. Yep. So yeah, it, it was definitely the twelve percent. And um, oh my god, it hurts so,
3: weekly. There's a 14. Lo- Virginia sells 14. Yeah. percent
2: low key, low key. I had anxiety after that. I'm not even lying, dude.
3: I, someone said that you were in the car. Oh, it was Dakota. Dakota said you were in the car, like sitting in a ball, and you're just like,
2: no, like, si- <laughs> yeah. So I was sitting there, and that's the first time like I've ever been actually drugged. Like I'm not lying. Um, I was kind of like dizzy, and my stomach started to hurt a little bit, and. I kept laughing out of nowhere for no reason, but then <laughs> five minutes later, I realized I'm like, "Dude, dude what did y'all give me? Like, y'all trying to poison me or shit? Like, what the hell?" <laughs> so, uh, I I literally told Nick to hold me to my car, like walk, like lock arms to my car, so I can cool off. I and I kept asking Ian, like, "How long does it take to sober up?" He said, Power. I'm like, "How much
1: did you drink again?"
2: The whole damn can. No.
1: How long did it take you to drink it?
2: 25 minutes
1: That's pretty quick
2: Well whoops <laughs> So yeah Nick literally like uh, locked arms And hel- helped me to my car So I could cool I told me to like cool off Eat some chips and uh, coke To make it, uh sober up faster And I sit in my car And I put the AC on full blast So I could like cool off And I I know I told you guys Like my Bristol NOS story A bunch of times It literally felt like the same like I, it took me back to 2009 when i did that shit <laughs> so like i was like my heart was racing i just felt so bad and i guess my anxiety kind of kicked in from that like i was worried like what was gonna happen so i literally had to get like one of dakota's friends or uh ian to come sit in the car with me and like just talk to me about whatever like you know personal shit talk about life
3: bro. Yeah, oh, you, yeah, do, damn you. Dually like, know dually yeah, like, know
2: to help me cool off you know like
3: what you beat Might me help to me it. Cool I was literally off. fucking downloading a picture right now to change that background.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I I forgot to do it before we went. I know. I was time.
3: looking and I was like, "Crunchy cookie." I was like, "That ain't right."
1: Yeah. Um. So <laughs> sorry. I I will keep it noted to never give Dalton an edible of any kind. Also,
0: you <laughs> have a bad. Time. <laughs> listen.
2: One thing. I, one more thing I want to point out before we move on. I know we're still looking for a sponsor, uh, but I'm gonna tell you this right now. If you ever, if four loco ever hands us a fucking contract, do do you remember when uh Kurt Busch um read like a transcript that Jennifer gave to him at uh Richmond? Yeah, that is gonna be me. That would be you. Yeah, if four loco hands us a contract, I'm ripping
1: that. For what it's worth, anybody in our age group would do the exact same thing. Like you are, you're not a bad guy for feeling that way about a four loco. Um, I've got a fun fact. I've only ever drank a little <coughs> bit of a four loco in my entire life because I was actually <coughs> always terrified of them. Same. I saw the too best. many people. I saw too many people go down on them, <laughs> and I learned like from being a spectator. I heard
3: the to best to one's people. the gold one. The gold I, one's good, dude. <sighs> I don't know.
1: Dude, I'm, it tastes like, it I've tastes like I've monster. Of the green liquor. One. Yeah, I'm out. Um, yeah. So back in the day, Dalton, like now, you know, we're starting to, like, push boundaries a little bit. And society drinks way more now than we used to. But back in the day, yeah, Four loco would take down, like, a, a big man. And, like
2: – And people would, like, mix it with energy drinks, which is, is rule number one
1: not to do. Yeah. What I'll, well, now, you, need, you need a Jaeger bomb.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I like that either. Oh, Jaeger bomb
1: is, is the me. only
3: way to drink Jaeger.
1: There is no other way to drink Jaeger – except for in a Jaeger bomb.
3: That is the dude, only way. Jaeger will put some fucking hair in your chest. Like, that yeah, shit makes me want to fight a guy. Like dude, I'm like, licorice? I'll take a sip, and I'm like, I'm going to beat some ass. It don't matter who it is, dude. I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, if you like black licorice, you would love Jaeger. Um, Cooper, uh, give me a little bit. So Dalton kind of talked this up through what? Was it Saturday that you got to, Dalton? Oh, wait, what? You got no, to talk- Saturday, didn't you? Oh. Oh, oh, well, um, no, I haven't really got Saturday yet, but well... Okay, I'm well, set- then let me pause you to where you are, and then we'll get Cooper to catch up to where we are in the timeline here. I've got plenty from
3: Friday, all right? Okay. So Friday happens, all right? I wake up, I'm just doing my little knickknack shit. Like, I'm like, all right, I got some stuff to do. I'm going to clean up this place a little bit and, like, get ready to leave for this race. So, like, I was going to wait, and I was going to go... <laughs> I was going to go to Bama, and I was like, I'll get a rack there. I, you know, fuck it. Racks are cheap. I was like, let me get some Fun fact, you All can't that.
1: buy racks in the state of Tennessee.
3: And that's, that, that sucks, man, because you got two spots. So you got Virginia or Georgia. But I was thinking, okay, Georgia's there. So I was like, Bama's got to sell racks. Come on, it's Bama. So I Google it. You cannot get a rack in Bama. So I was like, fuck, dude. There's no way I'm going to get one. It's going to be super late when we head down. So I was like, whatever. I go out. I get a couple of the stuff. I get like toothbrush, toothpaste. I get a 24 pack. I'm loading up my cooler, setting it to the side. So I sit down. I like the fuck did I watch? Oh, I watched the newest Purge movie. I don't know if anyone's seen it. The, the forever Purge. Absolute dog shit. Don't watch it, yet. it. I saw Dude, So I, the
1: first it Purge bad. for me is like God tier top, maybe top 15 movie all time. The, the second one was Okay. The third one was fine, but it's just it's been like a downhill trajectory
3: since the the third. This new one,
2: the purge election
1: year, is my all time favorite of the franchise.
3: This new one was just weird. Like it was extremely just like uh, I don't. So the whole thing is like they're in Texas, and the Texans have been like implemented in their head that they do not like the Spanish. So like the whole thing is like these people are crossing the border coming over to the U.S. because they want freedom. Well. The Texans want to purge that, so they're trying to get the Mexicans back, but then the U.S. just kind of crumbles. It's very political and it's very weird. It's, it's just very
2: that reminds me of the uh ugh, first purge know. uh back in 2018, yeah, oh, and, and that was bad too.
3: So I it, it was what it was, but then I was laying in there watching it, and Jacob's like, All right, we're on the way, all right, cool, cool. So it's like 10 almost 10 30. And I was like, okay, Jacob's still not here. So I call him and I'm like, hey, dude, what are you doing? Oh, I'm on 11W. Uh, Jacob, I thought we were going to the store. Don't you want a tent? Yeah, uh, uh, shit, dude, go buy a tent. Why? Walmart's closed at 11. So I go and get this big ass tent, dude. I'm looking through all these tents. They keep saying over the intercom. They're like, 10 minutes left. Make your final selections, whatever, yada, yada, yada. So I pull up this four person tent. But then I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, we're four grown men. I was like, this is going to be weird. We're all going to sleep in this tent, and we're going to get, like, spoony. So I was like, fuck it. I don't want this one. I want this other one. I get this eight-person tent, this big fucking tent, dude. Okay, a rack is is 30 beers, that is a
1: case of 30. You have a 12-pack, you have a case, which is 24, and then you got a rack, which is 30.
3: Shit. That's the liquor terms.
1: Uh, I did not see that.
2: Oh, yeah, um... Fox made a headline on Twitter that uh, Red Farmer at 89 is still racing.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> like, okay, and, and, then that and, makes sense. Yeah,
2: because when they when you put their age, it, you it, you actually think they died. I'm like, Fox, what the hell?
3: <clears throat> so I get back here, I get the tent. We we'll load up Jacob's car. He comes picks me up. We drive down. So by the time we got there, oh, I actually got this real good picture too. I thought it was some fancy shit. We got racks here. Where are you at again? Where is in uh, Wyoming. Wyoming. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So, I've got the bladder the size of a fucking peanut, dude. So, like, I've got to piss every two seconds. So, we piss, and I got this great picture of this car that was parked out in Alabama that was right outside of Dega, of this absolutely demolished tire that was just sitting here. So, all fucked, all gone. (laughs) But... We get to the campsite, and we get the tent out. And Jacob does not know how to assemble a tent, nor do I. On this tent, and perhaps because it said all you had to do was grab a handle, pull it, and the tent pops up. So we've got these four poles. So we start sticking the poles together, and we put the poles on the wrong side. Oh, I can't. We put these poles on the wrong side. So you got the two big ones that hang on the outside, and then you got the two in the middle. We put the two in the middle on the outsides. And then we couldn't get the others to fit. So by that time we looked at the clock and it's four fucking 30, dude, it's four 30. And we're like, God, we want this damn tent together. Finally get the tent together. And everybody's like, all right, we're going to bed. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So Jacob looks at me and goes, nah, dude, I ain't going to sleep in the tent. I'm going to sleep in my car. Why? Not a bad idea. Why? I bought this tent though. Why are you not sleeping in the tent? Yeah, dude, the car's comfy. All right, Jacob gets in the car. This leads into Saturday morning when he wakes up, and I'm pretty sure Jacob's dead in the car because there's no windows rolled down. So Jacob's just sitting in this hot ass car while this Alabama heat's just pouring in. So now
0: Hell we're on Saturday. Yeah.
1: So why did you leave? So why didn't you just leave Saturday, like 6 a.m. Saturday?
3: Well, because even getting down there, like it was, I don't know, man. We really didn't want to leave early. We just thought about leaving Friday because we just wanted to get up early Saturday morning. What time did you, a, you wake up
1: Saturday?
3: Uh Jacob got us uh it's right about eight. So nine our time, yeah. It was about eight. But Jacob walked around and he was like doing shit. So I think he went and saw Dakota. Oh my god, dude. Why am I getting so many phone calls right now? But he went and saw Dakota and then he comes back, and that's where we went out to uh to Walmart and stuff. We were just getting like supplies, so we got some sandwich stuff and some lunchables. And I actually found this new Dr. Pepper but it was dr wham so that was the weekend drink it was a uh, dr wham i've never heard of that before is, it,
1: is that like yeah. an off brand
3: yeah it was weird dude because like i know dr thunder and all that shit but dr wham like take one off brother why don't you get away
1: all right so we're up to saturday um my friday uh i went uh short track racing here at home uh king sports speedway started their uh Hey, hold that season.
3: for a second. I'm gonna see what the hell these phone calls are about. I'll get back for Saturday. We'll just keep talking about King Sport. But sorry. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your permission to
1: speak. Um, what? I appreciate your permission to, to keep oh. talking. I was just saying I didn't <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, go and watch uh Green Flag was scheduled for eight o'clock. Uh but they wanted every new every driver to buy a new transponder to keep track of the scoring and make sure everybody's staying on the same radio channel. Uh, for official speak. Guess what? They didn't work. We didn't go green flag until 10 30. Um racing wrapped up at 1 30 a.m. Damn. Um, there was a lot of people that were angry and frustrated with it. Um, I mean I was annoyed too, but I I sucked it up and just stuck around for the racing. The racing was incredible. Um if you don't go to short tracks and you have one around you go, there's so much fun and fun fact, Brad Teague. I don't know if anybody knows who that is. I
2: remember Brad Teague.
1: Yeah. Brad Teague is a fucking legend. 74 years old. He was racing. So, and Davey Allison's son comes in races here quite often too. Robbie, Robbie Allison races here. So oh, shit. Yeah. So watched that. It was fun. Uh, got home, went to McDonald's, uh, Shout out Bubba Wallace, but fuck McDonald's. Um, so I'm like, me and Summer, when we go to Friday Night Races, and Cooper knows this too, we have a routine. Where do we go after the race? Cookout, right? Cookout is lined so damn far. like it. It's like wrapped around. Cookout's line is already like 15 cars. There were 60 cars. I'm not even shitting you. So I'm like, screw it. Let's do McDonald's. Go to McDonald's, pull into a line. Bro, the other line is just like flowing like the interstate. Cars are coming in and out. The two cars in front of me are ordering the whole damn menu, which is surprising because I don't know how they could order that much. So finally, I'm like, screw this, backing up. And then I go through the other one, still go ahead of the car that was like two cars ahead of me, beat them. And I'm like, all right, let me get a number seven. If you don't know what a number seven is at McDonald's, that's two cheeseburgers and a french fry, right? They say, sir, after 12 a.m., we do not serve meals other than one through six. I can get what? a quarter pounder. I can get a Big Mac, but I can't get me a damn double cheeseburger. That makes no fucking sense. No kidding. Why? Like, they should have a midnight menu that just shows what you're allowed to order. Right. And I'm not trying to sound like a boomer. And I know the poor guy running the drive through. He doesn't make these executive decisions. But, God, dude, I wanted to drag that man out of that that window so bad. But he was the only one working, too. Because I was like, this is weird. Because, like, he was super slow, like, taking the money. And then he would disappear for five minutes and then come back. And I was like, surely to God. Well, I pulled around to the front of the store and, like, was looking through. He was the only guy in there, dude. One guy was running McDonald's at 2 a.m.
2: Dude, that kind of reminds me. I can actually relate. On last night. I can't remember where it was at. I think it was maybe near, like, the very top corner of Georgia, like, before you go to Chattanooga. I need a McDonald's bad, and I go to this one, and there's nobody. uh, I'm sitting in the drive-thru waiting for someone to take my fucking order, and I sit there for 10 minutes, and nobody's saying a damn word. And I've had that happen
1: before, too. And there's
2: a car in front of me. And it was was only, like, 10 o'clock at night. So, I mean, it's not even that late. And he... There was a car in front of me that did the same thing. He pulled up, tried to get an order, but I, apparently he left. And I tried to see if I could get their attention, but now there's only one guy in there. He was staring at me, not even right,
1: dude. So, so, um, so I just
2: went, so I just went, like, so that.
1: fun story. Actually, we went to what were we in Nashville for? I forget what we were there for, but we went to Nashville. Oh, it was when I went to the Stadium Series game. So the next morning, we were headed back, and I was like, "Let's stop at Jack in the Box, okay?" Because, you know, we don't have that in East Tennessee. Jack in the Box is good. Pull up. And the car in front of us orders. And, like, it's super slow. They pull up. Say chicken. (laughs) Dude. We get up to the wind. No, it's the car in front of me that that I heard it from. So we left. The car in front of me pulls up to the order box. And, like, we hear them, like, fussing and fighting. I'm trying to remember. I don't want to butcher the story. No, I ordered... And then it was like just white noise because they never replied. And we heard them bickering, the employees bickering. And I heard the girl say, you know what, I quit. And so (laughs) I pull forward and then I was like, Summer, I I think they just quit. And then the car (laughs) right behind me, when they pull up, the manager's like, look, I'm the manager here and uh, just wanted to let you know we're closed down because I have no more employees. And then I see the employee leaving.
2: Um, oh my god insane
1: insane um answer to this question bulls gap is closed indefinitely yes um so the track when they bought it it was not sold as advertised um according to what i have heard and read the bathrooms like the sewer system was destroyed and like entirely messed up The track was in horrible condition. The stands are in horrible condition. Some of the light towers are going to have to be professionally replaced because they are unstable. Um, And then I think the most concerning part of all was they said that the concessions area needs a thorough cleaning. That is terrifying for anybody who ate during Kyle Larson's event. Yeah, But they said, uh, to quote the owners of the racetrack, they said that the Kyle Larson... um, sponsored event that they ran the Thursday night before the Bristol dirt race was a financial success for flow racing, but it was an utter failure for the racetrack itself. So they have decided to shut down for the rest of the year to entirely renovate the whole track.
0: Do you know uh, Hank Hall
2: by any chance? I don't. Uh, He ran at bulls gap
1: back in the day. That's a really weird comment to make there, by the way, Colton, that is really weird. I don't think anybody would ever say that. No. Um,
2: but yeah, Hank Hall, he used to run at Bulls Gap every year, and he was also the security guard at my high school. I didn't know if you knew him or anything.
1: Yeah, no. I See, so I've never actually been to Bulls Gap. Um, I haven't
2: either. But, have I want ever...
1: to. I, I was going to go this year, and clearly I'm not now. Yeah. Um, I... Dalton, that would be a question geared towards you. Uh, I'll, it I'll better be my opinion. I think it's Rowdy. But, Hershey's not coming. Hershey's no. not going to sweep in. Oh, yeah.
2: That was the topic of the weekend, basically. Just that interview on Saturday.
1: Um, I think he is referring to this, Dalton.
2: Oh, nice. Uh, matter of fact, I just got four here myself, so.
3: <laughs> you fucking just petting him.
2: <laughs> just like I <a> do, Heidi.
3: <laughs> Did you get that one yesterday?
2: Oh, oh, the Terry Labonte?
3: Yeah, the one you left, <laughs> Ian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dalton. What do you do?
2: I, I swear to God, <laughs> if four loco signs to Kyle Bush, I am entering my phantom to the fucking transfer portal. I swear to God. Where do you
1: go? Okay, where do you go? Like today? Let's anywhere but fucking hit that. Chase <laughs> it I don't want to die. Um, there's no way Napa leaves. Chase. No fucking way in hell. There's no way. It doesn't. No. I don't see that happening. Kyle is not a Napa guy. You got to think about who's had Napa, right? Do you know think Napa's gonna fucking leave
2: Chase Elliott? Like, come on.
1: But I, honestly, I wish that Hooters were to like step up and just be a primary for Chase. Oh, the Hooters oh. scheme is, dude. Chase is the Hooters guy, man. Dalton, you can't say "uh" when you have beads on your neck.
2: <laughs> you just now noticed, finally.
1: Yeah, does that mean that you showed yours? Because clearly you didn't get to give any beads away, my dude. <laughs>
2: no, um, I, had, I had a lot more, just so you know. Um, I Dalton bet. got a
3: little. Dalton, Dalton. Dalton. Dalton was tipping on the boulevard. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. yes, sir. <laughs> um, dude. Who dude.
1: who takes over the nineteen when Truex retires? I think that that will come um, in due time. I, I don't guess. even think. No, I think it's too early to even like start that conversation. Um, but you did
2: hear the report, actually, that they are actually close to getting somebody Uh, for the past four weeks. They're like one or two more approvals away from, I guess, the company's uh, manager or something like that. So it's nice to know that they're having something or they're still working on it.
1: That's interesting. Kyle Bush is in the Menard commercials.
2: OK, OK. I have not seen one Menards, Kyle Bush commercial i i've been watching all the races this season i have not seen one damn commercial about that so i don't know what the hell people are talking about there that's interesting though but up there probably
3: yeah, probably, there probably, yeah so he said up idea. there yeah we up don't there. get menards commercials here we get the menards commercial if it's like a big yeah, one i've, it's I've like, never se- i've never seen a menards commercial in my entire life I mean, he living well, here you know what Colin needs he needs a damn rogersville co-op as a sponsor
0: for the
3: 4H. <laughs> uh, listen, it's He needs them Len Garden pals. That's what he needs. <laughs> pals for the win. Let's go. Nah, just the Len Garden one. Oh, Specifically, Len Garden Pals. Um, Ty Did Gibbs.
1: Do you guys know that dude? I love Ty Gibbs. I think Ty Gibbs is an absolute stud.
3: Do you guys and know Ryan Blaney he's... was sponsoring the Kingsport Speedway at the dirt race? Yeah.
1: I yeah, just know so... that. Yeah, uh, we kind of just talked about that a little. I think, Um. so real quick, God, we are scattered bad here. Okay, Cooper. So where Advance is his sponsor, Advance is the primary sponsor for the NASCAR Weekly Series. So everywhere that they go, they do that at the local track to that big raceway. So if Ryan would have won, Kingsport Speedway wins like $25,000 or something like that. Oh, like that's shit. the way that that contingency works.
2: There you go. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, now I honestly, I think that Kyle is kind of big dicking here. Um, I, I don't I think agree. that Kyle Bush is in any, any kind of trouble for finding a sponsor. There is no way that there is a company that's afraid to put their, their trust and their brand behind Kyle Bush because he's going to have TV time. He's going to have TV time, whether it's in a car or in his interview with his bright ass fire suit, right? Kyle Bush yeah. is going to attract attention and that's what sponsors want. Of course, like, Lifeway Christian Stores is not, like, probably throwing themselves behind Kyle Bush of all people. Like, that's like a Michael McDowell kind of thing. But any other brand that's, like, more modernized and, like, trying to, like, be, like, edgy and cool, they're going to throw themselves behind Kyle Busch.
2: And see, that's why I'm not worried because I remember I was sitting watching qualifying, and I got Twitter for a couple minutes, and I found that video. And it looks kind of scary, but I listened to it. And I saw those smirks, and I was like, "I feel like he's just fucking." Dude, me. I'm t- also- I'm
1: sticking with my theory that I've had this whole time. I think that the 18 is going to be a white ass car next year, and it's going to okay. have that
3: big red R on it.
1: No,
2: but I I disagree. But okay, your that, damn car. <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me get to that. Just a sec. here's what I say. Another thing was the media was asking stupid ass questions, especially that bitch ass Jenna Fryer, uh, saying. Uh, would, would you rather, you know, uh, retire than uh, leave Joker's race? And Kyle's like, bitch, come on. What, what are we doing here? I don't um, think
1: Kyle said that at all.
2: No, he did. Like,
1: he said, bitch, come on. What are we doing no,
2: here? No, no, he said, come on, but not the bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he was like, exactly. Was I like, love the like,
1: idea. And then he quoted of, a,
2: and he quoted Cole Trickle, too. I Yeah. So, but well, what I'm trying to say is, is that this is what and another thing that everybody keeps forgetting is that last week in the, uh, winter's press conference at Bristol, uh, Coy Gibbs was uh, sitting with Kyle and Bob actually asked, uh, Coy about sponsorship and Coy said they have been talking to people. And then 30 minutes after the Talladega interview, Bob went and found Joe Gibbs walking down pit road and he asked him about, uh, Kyle's comments. And Joe said that, uh, we, we still have been talking to people. It just takes a little while to process. So I'm just being patient. I mean, I'm not freaking out. It's, like I said, it's nice to know they're talking to some people right now. So just I'm just going to leave it up to Joe, let him sell everything out, and then wait for that announcement later this year.
3: Join NASCAR Diecast exchange, exchange. It's in parentheses buy, sell, trade on Facebook. Dude, they have literally anything you want. You can just go up to the top and search it. Find something. I guarantee someone's in there selling it right now. I oh, guarantee. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I mean, I got hooked Who up with this. popping. I got hooked up with this damn junior for like five bucks on there. So hey. I mean, you, you go on there and find whatever you want. This is an elite too. So um, you'll find some good stuff. I'll tell you, here's why I don't want Kyle
1: to have a good sponsor. and <laughs> It's selfish. Oh I want Dalton's room to be fucking ugly. Like I don't <laughs> want Dalton to be able to have like a nice, like, cause this room now it's like color coordinated. And like, I love Kyle's current color. Like it's incredible, but I want it to be like some ugly ass puke green.
3: I mean, we sir, need Twisted spent... T back in the sport.
2: Twisted T. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good idea, because that way when I go to raises, when I hear this redneck skate, the out, Bruce! I just grab a Twisted T and go, wham! <laughs> right in the
1: face. <laughs> Catch an assault charge in the stands. <laughs> Dalton, you crack me up the way you fucking sat. You're like, just sitting there with your knee hiked up. How do you the even sit like burnt, that? By the way. They're burnt? Yeah. Yeah, they are. See, so here's a good take.
2: <laughs> Dakota, that's a bad fucking... Oh my, <laughs> I'm playing that shit. Hold on. I'm taking over.
3: Sorry, Dakota. I thought your I phone's have, working.
2: I cannot, What happened to his phone, by the way, while I get this up?
3: I don't know, but he's been messaging today, so...
1: It's All back. Sorry, right. Right, Dakota. <laughs> that
3: over. was the
1: worst take that has ever been said on this fucking podcast.
0: I'm gonna t- to t- to t- <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe it's in joe's game plan it might be in joe's game plan for a what while.
3: the fuck what what no hell there's no, totally way. No. no
2: way no way no way. i i thought kyle would actually had a shot of like leaving jgr but i don't see it anymore i really Uncle don't
3: these back <laughs> yeah hell yeah He's how you feel you feel good
2: we're all dead from.
3: He's on that damn weekend. trip, though. He had to get back to wherever work. the hell he's at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah he's he to, he's like, literally at a some hotel shit.
2: somewhere for work right now. Uh,
3: so,
1: now that we went on that tangent, I think we're caught up on comments. Tell me about Saturday, boys.
0: Um,
1: uh, I mean,
2: Saturday, nothing really interesting happened. It was just hung out with my buddies at the campsite. We went to the Xfinity, right? Or no, we went to watch Arca, but. It was awful, so we actually left early, Uh, then went back to the campsite just to cool off for a little bit, then we came back for the Xfinity race, and then hit the boulevard, and that was about it. Oh, and the Riley Green concert, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, fuck you, Dakota.
2: Darn!
0: (laughs) Darn! (laughs) Holy fuck,
1: Dakota. Damn, Dakota. Um... I don't think that, dude. Yeah, you did. I don't think that Hershey's is gonna follow up to Mars.
2: You know what I've been hearing from like other diehard Cowboys fans? I've been hearing Amazon.
3: That that I know he just like cut it off. Didn't even explain shit. Come on, Saturday was a damn good night.
2: Well, literally, I just said. I mean, that's. Well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened on Saturday night, the Boulevard. That can't really say on the show. to be
3: fair sure you, can. you just walked and like talk about the boulevard how good the party was like come on. when you
1: say that more stuff happened than you can talk about on the show it sounds worse than if you were to just not mention it at all for what that's worth yeah, I'll... that's the equivalent of a little that... kid when their parent walks in the house they're like i didn't do anything wrong mom don't go and look in my room
3: i thought saturday was good it was kind of bad though for us walking around because we were trying to interview people but it was kind of slow like i mean so we walked up and this golf cart picked us up and they took us to the track and we walked up by the hollers and stuff there wasn't too much going on out there but i mean sunday was busy but saturday was wasn't bad for the xfinity jacob walked up to three chi he got a couple good things hooked up because he didn't go in bristol but they were real cool that and then Jeffrey's people were standing right beside that, so they had the truck hooked up. They're handing out posters, selling shirts. and I don't know if I can. I don't know if
2: I can. Sorry.
3: That was a good time. Shit, it wasn't bad Saturday. I didn't know where you were. You had sent that text. Your damn phone exploded because you said to come over to this area. And I was like, nah, dude, we're over at start finish. And then. I, just I know just you. question
2: not too long ago, but what happened to Dakota's phone?
3: I, I don't even think he knows. Like it just stopped working. He sent me a hot. text and said he sent me a text and said something. I think he was in like section X. And then all of a sudden I was like, nah, dude, come to start finish. We're over here at like GG or wherever the fuck it was. And then just never heard from him again.
2: Yeah, because he sent me my Xfinity ticket on Saturday morning, and then I yep. guess that was the last time it worked. Oh, dude, that would have
0: sucked.
3: Oh, it did, because he was on Nathan's phone. Like, Nathan had it done with him all, but service was terrible there, dude. In it the was... group
2: chat, Dakota said his phone joined the Taliban. <laughs> 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 That's what happened.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. He, as soon as Noah crossed the start-finish line, the first thing that I did – was text Ian immediately, and I said, please don't die tonight. Congratulations.
2: I do have video right here of uh, the celebration. Uh, Rest in peace to the people he sprayed.
3: (laughs) I wish Jacob had mine. Jacob's got the video, but he just didn't send it in.
1: One of these days, one of us are going to get our asses beat in the stands for spraying some family.
2: There was a guy sitting in front of us like when we just sat down for the Xfinity race, um, he wanted everybody to like shotgun with him and he tried to open up his beer and he cut his finger at, from the can and there was like blood all over it.
1: <laughs> He's like, here's yours. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, we about got AIDS from that. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, Cody, you really did miss that, brother.
1: I don't think I did. I'll tell you one thing. I enjoyed watching that race and hearing Dell Jr. talk. Um, we need to get into that, though. Uh, oh,
2: oh yeah. I'll, I need to ask, like, how the broadcast
1: was.
3: Wait. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- those guys. Yeah, are that's fucking... true. Yeah, that, yep. that guy was a good guy because he was like, where's your ticket, bro? And I was like, his phone's dead. Dakota comes up and just finesses and is like, hey bro, come on, let me get in. In each
1: series? all right. so this one's actually fun. I want to answer this and then we will go directly into the Xfinity race. Um, I don't know that I have a truck guy. No? I don't think I do. I genuinely just enjoy the truck series. Like, there is nobody that's like a big standout to me. If I had to pick one person... For the Truck Series, though.
3: I guess that's true for this year. You've not really said anyone. Last year was obviously Sheldon, but like this year, you, yeah. yeah. No, you just watch it, yeah. You really yeah. don't have a guy. I genuinely enjoy
1: watching it from a fan perspective, uh, the Truck Series. God. Yes, sir. I, I think I'm going to throw up when I say this, but I like Chandler Smith a lot. I love you some Chandler Smith, bro. I mean, dude's talented. I'm starting sort of to like him a lot more than John Hunter Harnivichek right now. Um, For Xfinity series, dude, this one is rough because I love so many different – I could name more people I dislike in the Xfinity series like easier than like people that I like because I literally love like the entire field. This season, though, obviously I'm always behind Noah Grax in 150% um but i feel like that's just like solidified right like i can't even name noah as my favorite driver because it's just so solidified josh Berry is up on my list obviously ty gibbs is um ryan sieg bro like he is just stringing together a hell of a year he dude really- sieg was damn strong like i've been on ryan's except for the dumbass block he put on jeb um going into turn one uh or it might have been turn... Yeah, I think it was turn one where he put the dumbass block on him. But Ryan Sieg, I've literally been on him since week one. And like he is just stringed together so many like top ten finishes. I'll uh,
3: work you there, Ian. Yeah, no Sam Mayer.
1: Cup Series? Well, Cup Series? We're doing this one at a time. Cup Series? I got Bubba, Chase, and Tyler.
3: Chase Elliott.
1: To specify
3: not now Briscoe to... shout out Ezra
1: I love Chase Briscoe
3: shout out Ezra are we now... all going one by one yeah oh uh, I mean truck obviously Stuart Friesen Xfinity Noah Gregson if I had to pick another there's not really one I mean, if I had to say Josh Berry, but besides that, I mean, Herbst did not bad either. I mean, Riley's looking a lot better. Obviously, he's not going to stick in that car forever, but Riley's not too, too bad right now. And then Cup, obviously, is going to be Dylan, Harvick, Bowman.
1: Dalton, you want to participate? I feel like a lot
2: of people know, but just to answer the question, I'm – For Trucks, I'm just all –
1: If they will drive for Joe Gibbs within the next five years, I'm a fan of them.
2: (laughs) I I mean, Trucks – I mean, I'm easy. Trucks, I'm just team KBM. Whoever the hell drives, I don't give a shit. Uh, Ty Gibbs for Xfinity. I love me some Noah Gregson too, though. Um, And then Cup, the one and only KFB.
1: Who is your favorite KBM driver of all time?
2: Of all time?
1: Oh Shit. Um, I got to say Noah Gregson, baby. Drew Dollar. (laughs) Hell fucking no. Shout out Drew Dollar one good time.
3: Drew Dollar looked strong in that Arca race. He didn't look bad at all.
1: Yeah, but he didn't do shit in Xfinity.
3: Well, I mean, that's some dogs out there in the Xfinity, so...
1: All right, so Xfinity Series, we raced there. We had some talented guys, and we had some guys who ran out of talent in the Xfinity race. Y'all were there in person. I watched it on TV, obviously. I am actually not – of course I want to be at every single race by default, right? Like, if I could be at all 38 races throughout the season, I would. But life
3: doesn't work that
1: way. I was actually glad that I got to stay home this weekend.
3: That's well, good. I mean, it was hot as shit too. Yes. Saturday was the worst. Like I had the whole the Nashville setup. I had the shirt tucked in the hat laying down the back. So
1: um so storyline for the Xfinity race, it's pretty obvious. Uh Chad said it here the best. We had an Earnhardt in the three car with Larry Mack on the box, owned by Richard Childress, and he, he went out there. He was the first car to make his qualifying run and laid down the third fastest lap of the first round. So, I mean, he came out there swinging. He had an absolute rocket ship under him. Um, obviously, you know, he gets knocked from the pole for the the first round, goes out there and does this thing. Incredible day, right? For any Earnhardt fan, nobody's mad about it. Um, so much can be said about how much that three means to a lot of people um We all love dale If you don't, if you do not have some kind of sentimental attachment to Dell Earnhardt, you are probably kind of newer to NASCAR. Even if you used to hate him, right? You have some kind of sentimental attachment to Dell Earnhardt. Having Jeffrey Earnhardt come in, carry the name, and not even to mention, he looks so much like Dell. Like, it is insane, bro. Like, if he would have shaved his beard and just had the mustache. Like, his eyes, his smile, he, him and Carrie both, his dad, like, they took Dell, like, Dell's genes prevailed with them, specifically, um, but we start the race, and he dominates the first little bit, looks really strong, and then he starts to kind of drift back. Now, a lot of people were probably immediately quick to jump, the <coughs> jump. He, he can't do that, he can't do that, he ain't, he ain't got the racing genes in him he's never had like a great opportunity or a great shot with a car. Yeah. He did run for JGR for a little bit. Um, I think he's done a few one-offs for junior, Um, but like, he's never really had like a solid like support system or a great car team behind him. Right. So putting him in RCR equipment, which has proven to be incredibly competitive in the Xfinity series so far. Um, Sheldon's had a lot of shit luck in the two. Austin Hill's had a lot of shit luck, too. And, I mean, it happened again, you know, this weekend. But as far as, like, performance goes, RCR is a pretty dominant team in the
3: Xfinity series. Pretty dominant. So goddamn dominant, dude. Just sitting there watching Hill throw those blocks, man, it was just – it was spectacular to see. Like, I'm not a big Austin Hill guy, but I was like, how do you hate this right now? Like, this is fucking pure. Like, this is fantastic to see. Yeah, and, I mean, at one point, like, they were all three bumper to bumper. Yeah, and
1: like and it, it was, was beautiful. Tough as shit. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, if you love like the history of the sport itself, obviously, like Richard Childress Racing should have like something, some kind of like fire to ignite in you. Um, I think that will happen, Junior. I genuinely think that that will happen. Yeah, I um, still can't
2: believe Jeffrey ran for Joe Gibbs Racing once.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I feel like obviously. We're not racers, right? We've never been in the position. I feel like if we are all passionate racers, if anybody were to walk up and offer us a car, we're going to take it, right?
2: Yeah. I, I, yeah, Good for him. It's just I hate it didn't really work out for him. I mean, he didn't do much.
1: I think that it's also a good thing too, though. Um, hello. Uh, I think it's a good thing due to the fact that right here, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, he is a prime example of when people are like, all you need is the Earnhardt last name and you've got yourself a ride. I think Jeffrey is a perfect example of the fact that money always is beyond your name, right? Fuck me, I guess. You'll have to hang around to the end of the show for that. True that. But anyway, seeing him go out there, do what he did, run well. He put himself in great positions throughout the entire race. I feel like he dropped back when he needed to drop back. He moved to the front when he needed to move up. Um, Super Speedway Racing is a totally different... Jacob bitched out on us.
3: He's got an earache. He said he uh, needs to start wearing uh, little earplugs when he goes to the races now. What a pussy. Well, no. no, I, didn't no. Wear,
2: I didn't even wear earplugs.
3: Well,
1: and when you're deaf at 45 and I can hear, then I'll be laughing at you because I wear earplugs every single race I go to. I, I ain't got shit to prove. I ain't got a damn thing
3: to prove by Me not Cooper wearing earplugs. wear
2: them at Daytona either.
3: Yeah, but I mean, I'm going to start that- wearing them. Dude, it, it just hurts a little bit. Like, it's not bad, but, like, I just want to protect. If we're going to go to this many races, I got to be cautious, especially going to Atlanta, dude. Whew, God, that hurt my fucking ears. Dude, like, it I sounded said, great, but man. In is Bristol is worse.
2: Well, yeah. Oh, I have. You would definitely have to wear your points in Bristol, but for Talladega, I sat near the fence, like way down low, and I didn't have any headphones on. My ears are fine today.
3: You did offer yours, yeah. I don't know. We were already so late in the race. I was just like, nah, I'm all right.
1: Um, I guess I'll real quick. I'll, go ahead. I'll,
2: I'm glad this didn't happen too because from where I was sitting, I probably would have died. They'd hit the catch fence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they sell
1: if they sell Roush's. I'm gonna personally make Jacob a pair of earplugs that just say Roush's back. Um
2: we need to make a shirt that says Roush's back.
1: The race itself um progressed pretty well. I enjoyed every moment of it. I never thought that there was a second of the race that was bad. Um now Coming up to the end of the race, do y'all have anything to add for the first 94% of the race?
3: I thought Stage 2 was a little boring. It wasn't the best. Like, it it was just good, consistent racing, but, like, nothing too exciting really happened Stage 2. I thought Stage 2 was kind of just that,
0: eh, it's
3: okay. Uh, Next
1: Gen is, it is louder, but it's more of, like, uh, in the words of Jacob, a big, meaty, throaty roar. Um that everything about the next gen car is perfect and beautiful uh there's not a thing i would change about it um one of these days i need to get scanners like i'm past the point but also if i get scanners i need the ones with the intercom so i can talk because
3: i love to fucking talk during the race
2: yes yes that's the best thing i've ever had do
1: you ever use your
3: free pair huh Cody had that free tag or whatever from yeah, last yeah. year. you never yeah. used him, And I forgot.
1: No. And I went to like 200 races last year and I never oh. used it. Yeah. Um, but the next gen car, it sounds great. The rumble is beautiful. It is louder. It sounds just uh, incredible. There's n- oh, still today. There is nothing that you will hear me say negative about this current generation of the car. It is an absolute work of art. Um,
0: yeah, agreed.
1: I love
2: the way they sound. Like where from where I was sitting, I love the sound they made. Like when they were entering turn one. Like I was sat like a little bit past the start finish line, and that sound when they went to
3: turn one. Whew, dude, when speed. they hit off a of turn two, hit on that back stretch. Oh my god! Ooh, it's one so
1: of these good. days, maybe I'll get to see a super speedway race. Um, obviously that I is
2: did at Atlanta. Or do no, you count that?
1: that's not a super. They run in a super speedway package, but that's not a super speedway, buddy. I need a super speedway. Um, I just I think that let's see. Next gen makes me think of a gen. That's a fair comparison, I think. Yeah. Um, I love the the front end, the ass end, the middle end. I love every <laughs> aspect of that fucking <laughs> car. This is you love the line. ass
0: end, don't you?
1: Dude, I'll give me the ass end, dude, especially the ass end of the Ford. I'm gonna have to take Jacob's spot with the Ford love, but that Mustang is beautiful. I still think the Camry, I still think that the Camry though is the most beautiful cup car. I agree with you anyway, though. So, end of the race happens, we start breaking up. Um, people are starting to make their runs. That three car. Dude, Ryan Sieg blocks the shit out of Jeb. Honestly, I think Jeb wins that race. Had Ryan Sieg not not put a dumb, <laughs> ass, exact dude, the ass is so thick. But that diffuser, ooh, give me that diffuser. Dumb truck um, like mine. Listen, I'm gonna have to crack me open a Bud Light to go on this tangent here. I got a Bud Light in my. I paid five dollars for this koozie in a white tent last weekend. Hey. Shout out Clint Boyer one time. Um, But anyway, oh, it sprayed. That was
3: unfortunate. Uh,
1: (laughs) Bristol last last week for me. That's what I'm saying. Um, But anyway, Ron Sieg puts a dumb fucking block on Jeb. Jeb wins that race 100%. And I will die on this hill saying that. Jeb had a hell of a run. I think Jeb wins that race. Had Ron Sieg. And Ron Sieg almost put himself in the fucking catch fence in the turn. Um, terrible move and it was hilarious because Jeb the next day on Sunday, he tweeted it with the, uh, like the confused emoji and then his dad Ward quote tweeted and he was like, stupid, um, unnecessary block, but that block gave Jeffrey Earnhardt and I, listen, I know you guys didn't have as good of a view. Maybe your the screens in front of you showed it pretty well. Jeffrey looked like Dell coming through the traffic. Dude, he's like weaving through everybody, like cutting through the draft. Jeffrey has the draft vision. It runs in the blood of the family, I guess. But he is just like weaving through the traffic, man, like making moves happen. And he gets there. Oh, I love Jeb. Um, But he gets there. And he's so close, bro. He's so close to the win. And also at the same time, like half of me is like, but it's Noah. But also that Earnhardt. Die hard lover in me is like, but it's an Earnhardt, dude. giving Earnhardt the win here. And I'm thinking, like, Noah, please just like go flat or something, right? Like spin your unnecessarily, like spin your tires somehow. I don't care. Let Jeffrey pass you. Didn't happen. no
3: Graxton wins.
1: What is that? His second win of the season?
3: Second. Yes, yep. sir. Yep. Thank God for All Guy running out of gas, too. Cause I was so scared. I was like, All Guys. Shout lead. out Damn to All guy though,
1: Fucking... for running out of gas honorably. He didn't fuck up the restart, he, he got didn't. out of the way.
3: Yep, and it was cool because I was like – I mean, I'm not a big Guyer guy, but, like, just seeing that, I knew Justin was hurt, dude. I knew he was so upset over that. It was just a bad weekend for him too because, like, that happens with all Allgaier. Joey gets collected. Like, that's just a bad time for the guy. Like,
1: <laughs> poor yeah,
3: dude. Makes-
1: Old Odell would be proud. Absolutely. Me and Junior bond over our love for the Earnhardt family. Uh, every single day we get closer. Um, dude, I guarantee it. I mean, Talladega, in the words of Richard Childress, is Earnhardt country. What can you say? Shout out, Ryan. Thanks for showing up, buddy.
2: Well, it's about time you showed up.
1: So Earnhardt wins, or comes in second. See, that's me wishful thinking. Noah wins. He climbs the fence. Um, So, guys, explain to me what the environment is like on that final lap. I gave you the TV analytical view. Give
3: me the fan perspective in the stands i was losing my shit dude so i stood up like old dalton arms crossed like a coach i'm hunched over i'm watching i'm like come on noah come on, come on noah. Yeah. boom boom gets it fucking just absolutely celebrating i'm jumping around there's a little boy in front of me and i was very calm and collected about it this time i wasn't screaming and I'm proud of you i was just like let's go Noah!" And the dad looks back and goes hell yeah your boy gotta win and i was like i don't know how let's go and then he was like yeah it's over. And so high- what'd five, you have around. on him? what were you wearing Literally the same thing Ian was wearing. I wore the pit shirt and then that same nine hat. I
2: love that shirt, bro. It
3: was a badass shirt. But, yeah, no, I was just pumped. I mean, no one around me was celebrating. It was just myself. I just looked like the one guy that was like, everybody else is, like, getting their shit and leaving. So, I don't care. Whatever. (laughs) I did. Yeah, Fox didn't show it. But, I mean, you wonder why. I mean, you yeah, I mean, so yeah, so we were at
1: Talladega. So. I think that was just the theme throughout the weekend was to try to ensure that like the fan chants weren't heard. Which and genuinely, happened. I appreciate. I, I of course they were gonna have, but I appreciate the fact that Fox like at least put in the effort to make sure that we didn't showcase um, ignorance. Um, and by ignorant, I don't give a fuck about your political stance, but just like trying to make somebody's like first career win or somebody else's like what seventh career win about something that's not racing is fucking whack. Um, Let's go. Noah um, is what everybody should have been chanting in my opinion, but they didn't. It is what it is. Noah came home second win of the season, clearly a championship contender. Uh, I mean, I think that this championship is going to boil down to two guys, Ty Gibbs and Noah Gregson. I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. Um, Ty Gibbs, he, he ran out of, he ran out of talent. Um, and wrecked out. I'm not going to lie. As a Ty Gibbs fan, I was kind of glad that he wrecked out because I felt like that raised Jeffrey's chances of winning. It did. Um,
3: it did. That was pain.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I get it, but I would rather see Jeffrey come in there and win a one-off than Ty get his fourth win.
3: Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah.
1: Um... Fence Climb is such a cool celebration. I don't know why nobody else other than Tony, like, ever did it consistently, right? Like, it's such a cool celebration. Um, Like, I think that the the fence climbing and smashing of Watermelon is the two coolest celebrations, and we got to see both of them this weekend. Oh, come Um, on. What about the backflip? Daniel Hemrick?
3: I mean, Hemrick, Carl, like, those are badass. I mean, the backflip's cool, but we've only seen. Honestly, Blaney too. I think Blaney's a really good celebration too. It's very humble. It's just kind of it's weird because you don't see it. He doesn't burn it down. He's just fucking just cruising by, waving.
1: Yeah, it's cool.
3: It's cool. It's it's very unique. That's kind of what kills
1: me about Blaney though a little bit. It's just like the lack of overall personality. Yeah, I mean, he's just kind of like, all right,
3: we're gonna go race next week. Like
0: that's what I'm saying, Junior.
3: Let's let's just cheer on the race winner, buddy. Um. Dude, Noah burning it down after they cut off. So he does the first interview, he does the interview down on pit road, gets back into the car from the apron, and then burned it down after a little bit more. You could just hear the fucking tires shooting off it. Oh, dude, it was so great. It was so fucking good to hear. I've not seen a Noah win before either, so that was that was cool to see. I, I saw see him win Noah at win. Richmond. So I guess, Dalton, I
1: kind of lied when I said I've never seen one of my drivers win before. I did see Noah win at Richmond last year, but – I don't I like yet, though. right. Yeah, exactly. So you get it. Yeah. Okay, I don't have to explain myself. Um. So yeah, that happened. I don't think anybody uh, that's a part of LTC is sad about an NG win. And I'm going to try to bust my ass in the next couple of weeks and see if we can't get Noah to come on the show soon.
3: We had uh, very yeah. good potential. We saw him over on the Boulevard. Got his PR guy. He got one of our. He got our information. We swapped back. Noah came up to Jacob and I. and He was talking. Said. Hey, I want to get back on the show soon. So
1: I don't know. We'll I guess see. a lot no of newer people, cool. a lot of newer people to the show don't know, but like Noah Gregson's been on the show before. He was on early last year, like before his first win of the season last year. I didn't um, even I didn't even You weren't know, even a I'm part, sure. were you? No, no, I want to interview him too. Yeah. It, it's fun because I rem- like one of the first things I said to him was, I used to hate you, but I'm starting to like you now. And he was like, "That's." I remember fine. you saying that. Yep. Yeah, I remember you saying yeah. that. Listen, you gotta keep it hundred with them. I'm not gonna yeah. pretend like I like you if I don't. I just I told him that I thought he used to be a little immature punk, and he was. Uh, he used to he used to run out of talent a lot, and I mean that's fair to say. But we've seen Noah growing mature, and you know, watching the race, even Summer was like, he's ready now. Like he's got to go to the Cup next season. I still don't think he needs to go to the Cup, but I mean, she raised a fair point. It's about that time, right? Like, we are just seeing a very calm, collected, mature, talented Noah Gregson.
3: His interviews are very – I mean, he shouts out Johnny Morris. Like, he's talking about all of his sponsors. He's like, we had a hell of a car. It's a great time. Can't wait to go party. Hey, I got to be back there tomorrow. He's like, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but I want to party. So, like, it's different to see. He's not out there. He's not bitching. He's not really complaining. He's just kind of like, hey, my sponsors are badass. My team's badass. Thank you guys so much. Let's go celebrate. That's cool. Yep. Like he, he's starting to get to that area to where he needs to be.
2: I love that interview where I, and I knew he was going to say this. He said, Listen, I'm supposed to drive the Wendy's car tomorrow, but the Teldega Boulevard sounds pretty damn good right now. I'm like, Hell fucking yes. He uh, did
3: walk back. He walked back up to me on the boulevard. And he was like, You sexy ass in that shirt. And I was like, What's up, dude? And he walked <laughs> up and I was like, Big hug, big hugs right there. And then we we're just like, Fuck yeah, dude. So it was cool. Like he was a cool guy.
1: I like him a lot. Um, uh, Dalton, this is a question for you, buddy.
2: Uh, it looks like he drank a damn four loco, I guess.
1: Uh, Ty f- didn't finish. I don't know what his final position was, but he wrecked out. Yeah. Um, uh, I he, guess want to... that is true. That is true. Go ahead, Dalton. You can keep talking, buddy.
2: Well, I was gonna say, like, from my view of Noah Gregs' win, so. Of course I'm gonna to go to the expanded race here for Ty Gibbs, but got ranked out. So I told Ian, Fuck it, let's go with Noah, baby. <clears throat> so Noah was kind of way back there, but there's kept being caution after caution after caution after caution. Every each and every time Noah was able to gain a couple spots for the restarts. And on the final one, he was in, I think, four third, fourth or third. Fourth third. And I told him I told Ian, dude, he's in a good spot right now. So I basically just like stood right next to Ian, like was put my hand on his shoulder, like seeing if he could pull us off. And our whole group was just screaming for Noah. Like we were all Noah fans on that green, white checkered. And the first thing I do was uh, Noah cr- uh, crosses by us. and It looked like he had it. I don't think anybody was going to make a move on him in the tribal. Uh, so they were halfway through the trial where he come to the finish line i yelled it's fucking over bro he got it and he was just going crazy so i just get my phone out record him and he busts out a bush apple sprays it all over
1: people but it's fine <laughs> shout out yeah. to him for still drinking that damn bush apple that's expired by like four months now
2: yeah. i don't think it is expired i think this if i'm not it mistaken, is expired I don't know if he's, it is expired
1: it expired everywhere yeah, it doesn't matter, though. It still tastes it, good. I, I still drank one in Atlanta, and, I mean, it's still it's still bush-apple-y. I drank you one don't in Degas. Uh, you don't indaga. get a whole lot of flavor out of it anyway, so it's not like it really matters a lot. It's just a hint of apple.
2: I was about to say, like, what does expired beer taste like? Like, like, what happens to it?
1: Bush-apple's like apple juice. It's yeah. just like apple juice. So, yeah, I mean, there's... so – if you're if we're comparing like a normal beer that's expired, um, just think of the way a normal beer tastes, but like take away the flavor a little bit and like that's it. OK, I've drank my fair share of expired beer in my life. I've drank expired seltzers.
3: Um, He was in two places. He was out on the beginning of the boulevard and then after he left and was walking out towards the end of the boulevard, that's where I caught him where it was kind of dead out that way. He was walking out that way, and Jacob and I were just kind of pacing back and forth, and we saw him a second time.
2: I was trying to find him, too, but...
3: I don't know how the hell we found him. I just, I mean, no one was screaming for him, dude. They were just, like, people were just partying it up, doing their thing, and then, like, I just, Jacob looked over and was like, hey, it's Noah, and I looked up, and he's wearing his Noah hat, and then after that, he's just walking back, so, of course, I caught him because it was kind of dead in that area, so we just walked by, and we were like, hey. Yeah. But he was real cool because I guess he thought I was going to come up and, like, get something from him like i wanted something i was like nah dude i'm just here to say what's up like that's i don't need you to do anything for me no and see so that
1: is like you can either jeffrey was the same
3: way right
1: you can either be super cringy and like obviously make these guys feel like okay so this is just like a crazy fan or you can choose to take the route to where, like, you just talk to them like they're humans, and they are the coolest motherfuckers in the world. Like, I have I watched the entire Xfinity race during All Star Weekend with Sheldon Creed, like standing right beside. Like, we watched it together, standing up on a platform, and we just talked like normal people. I wasn't like, "Hey, Sheldon," you know. It was nothing like that. Talked to like friends, Anthony Alfred. You're muted. Oh, Oh, what the fuck?
3: I don't know. Like, he's going on, though. If you just treat them normal, it's good. Because, like, when we walked up, Jacob and I walked by, and we looked over at this one tent. Dude, it was like a dead tent. And we looked over, and I was like, hey, that's Jeffrey. And we're like, oh, shit. So we walked up, and, like, people were handing him beers and, like, Jello shots or whatever. And they're like, nah, nah, nah. And then Jacob and I walked up, and he's like, hey, what's up, man? What do you want me to sign? We're like, no. We're just here to say what's up and just talk to you. So we just started shooting the shit and like his PR guy comes around, his whole team comes around and we're all just standing there just talking. And we're just like, yeah, man, it was fucking awesome to see you. I mean, you're, you're a goddamn Earnhardt. Like this is so cool. And he was like, yeah, yeah dude. And then we like, you know, we exchanged a little bit of information. We we're talking like, Hey, you know, this is us. Check us out. We're a show. I mean, left Turn cult. So, and then we were like, can we get a picture? And he's like, absolutely, dude. And then we we're like all holding up the three. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Boom, and then he's like pointing at it, just like, dude, that's badass. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. So Jeffrey was real dope, man.
2: That right there is the best way to interact with the driver, right there. It's it, it, like, like Cody said, instead of being all crazy, saying like,
3: hi Jeffrey,
2: and like, yeah, really shit like that. Just you know, talk to him like a friend, pretty much. That's the best way to go by it. Like, if really what sucks is that when you're meeting a driver and they're kind of in a hurry, like in a meeting, grade or some shit, like you only got like, oh for sure, know, a minute, and you got so much you want to say, kind of, yeah, but. When you get that time, like, at the Talladega Boulevard where they're, like, not doing anything, just having a good time, that's that. That's what I want for when I meet somebody. Like, it, it doesn't have to be Kyle. Like, it could just be anybody, you know? I would love to have, like, just a 30-minute, 45-minute conversation with some kind of driver about something.
3: And that's what's dope, too. It's like, I mean, each time we've had a driver just kind of, like, on the show, just casually talking, we just kind of, like, throw the shit to the side, and we're just like, hey, let's, let's talk. I mean, we're not sitting here and, like, drooling over you. We're just like, hey, man. Yeah interview like
2: right, Last year, you guys talk about fucking turkeys and
3: yeah, I mean, he kept saying uh, that was his big thing. He was like, you know, we're turkey hunting. I, I can't wait to do this whole turkey thing. And we we're like, yeah, you fucking you badass. You've been posting about it for the past week and you finally get this big ass trophy turkey. Like that's dope as shit, dude. Anthony Alfredo a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, just talk to them like they're people. Um, we, yeah. Oh, this yeah Ian met I, just, Anthony I needed Alfredo to finish Walmart? that. Yeah, yeah Anthony, I saw that. I saw that.
2: Yeah.
3: So I'm going to go back and watch the two races because I want to see what. I guess,
1: I guess you didn't wow. hear me the, um, the last time. He crashed out, unfortunately, but also it was a good thing for Jeffrey Earnhardt. And it was a good thing for Noah because let's be honest, Ty probably would have won. No, Ty Dillon. Oh, Ty
3: Dillon. Oh, never mind. Ty Dillon. Ty,
2: yeah, well, Ty Dillon did wreck, so.
3: No, Ty Dillon didn't wreck. Ty Dillon looked strong yesterday, too. Ty Dillon well, did wreck. Stage, Ty, stage yeah, two Ty Dillon did
2: wreck. He He did like you're right. Yeah, he slammed at Joey Logano when he got turned on the
3: freestyle. Yep, yep, yep. What's
0: this?
3: (laughs) Y'all missed this. No, we didn't. We were just Uh, talking about I was talking about Jeffrey, just hanging out with Jeffrey for a little bit.
1: Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's just with these guys, like obviously it's cool to get a picture and it's cool to get an autograph. And I never, ever, ever like frown at anybody who wants that because i mean i got my hat like decked by everybody that that came out of bristol through the fan tunnel but it's really cool to just carry on like a normal conversation with these guys because they will tell you just so much about like their insight and it's so cool to to hear
3: well dude, it was like it. bristol it was like the that was the group that we were with i can't remember their damn name uh the big motor small blade right yeah. They were, like, talking to Joey, and they said his middle name, and he was like, what the hell? How'd you get that? Oh, yeah. and it was, yes. Like, just like it made him people smile. People he was just like, that. oh, man. Like, that's dope. Yeah, they like that stuff. Just treat him like a damn person. That's all they are.
1: Yes. Oh, shoot. Guys, we have somebody joining us on the show. Parf? Yeah, he's coming. I just got to get him a link real quick. Oh, thank God. Dude, I mean, we've up. not had him for a long time. Um... Anyway, I guess we could go on and do this, though. Uh, Bring that back up. Um, Do we ever get the answer to the pageant question? So if you're not familiar with it, um, we have started a new little fun thing. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Facebook because that's where, like, the main interaction is with a lot of things. Um, Also on Twitter, too. Um, Let's bring him on in, though. Hey, buddy. Long time no fucking see. What's it's up? It's nice to have leader of the hashtag Parv gang back in the house.
4: What's up, everybody? What's up, baby? How y'all? Where the fuck you been, bro? Uh, last week I was feeling sick, but also I had school stuff. And this, I was at I was at auditions earlier tonight, so okay. I was late. So, what's the show? Uh, there's two shows going on. That we for, Sits and Sensibility, and then Peter and the Star Catcher. And Peter and the Star Catcher is kind of pre Peter Pan, like the many Peter Pan. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like That's the, uh, the oh, epilogue. Yeah. to Peter Pan.
1: Prologue. Prologue. Yeah, epilogue is after. Sorry. I've had me a few beers. Well, I did So, this whole water bottle that I drank was actually half vodka and half water mixed with Propel. Um, you gotta stay hydrated while you drink. So there is a member of the LTC who won a pageant while in Ricky Rudd attire. So that member is here. Um, so I guess will that member please let themselves be known? Um, just for future reference, we post these weekly. It's fun facts about all the members of LTC. Um, we've had some pretty fun stories in the past. Uh, this one's pretty interesting too. So, whoever it was that was the pageant winner while in Ricky Rudd garb and probably like four years old, please uh, introduce themselves. Well, guess what? It was me. Um, fucking... I was <laughs> undefeated, long, undefeated in beauty pageants as a child. Um, you got it right, Junior. I was undefeated. Um, fun fact, I was a really cute little kid and I kicked ass at beauty pageants. I have a shit ton of trophies, actually, from all of my wins, like a absurd amount. Um, big beauty pageant kid here. Um, one of the times my mom decided to dress me up in Ricky garb. um, and I won with it. I was a cute little kid. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, it was me. I am the beauty pageant king. If it was right
2: you got they pictures yeah the answer away with Ricky Rudd. I do have
1: pictures. I don't have any on me, but I do have pictures,
3: yeah. <clears throat> yeah, when it was Ricky Rudd, I was like, that's definitely Cody. I've I'm, I'm yeah. known it all fucking. I was like, there's no way. How dare you? <laughs> How
0: dare it was you? Me.
1: It was me, yeah. Um. So fun fact about my pageantry days. Um. Parents would actually call in to see if I was competing. And if I was, they would pull their kids out. dead ass serious. Because there was just no beating me. I was cute.
4: To see, we got to see the old picture. Oh, Ryan has something that we'll talk to, and I'm not the only one, but we'll get to it. Yeah,
1: so I guess it's a perfect time to go into the cup race. Uh, boys, we went big racing at, at a big track. Um, so stage one, we have Chris Bell on the pole i was the dell of beauty pageants this is true um we had chris bell on the pole raise your hand if you expected chris bell to be on the pole for a super speedway race point proven um yep. he he fared and he fared pretty well um early in the race though we saw track house start to dominate early uh daniel suarez ran a, a substantial amount of laps in stage one um I don't know where this comes from. We did not train race. There was zero fucking. We did not, not see this end. until the third stage. And with 14 laps to go, we went back to double file. Yep. Well,
3: um, um, no, stage two had a little bit. Not much at bit. all. Yeah, a little bit. Not much, but a little I'm not going to lie to you. I, I didn't
4: find the train racing boring at all. No I,
3: thought, no. I mean, it was a good time to like, if you wanted to step out and like get a drink or kind of go pee real quick, you could because you're not going to miss too much, but. Besides that, no, it wasn't wasn't bad. Like, I I didn't expect it to go double file again, like you said. We didn't
1: have a lot of – train. compare this race to the last eight Super Speedway races we've had and tell me that we had a lot of train racing.
3: Hell, we were three and four wide a bunch
1: in this race yesterday. Yeah. Like, there was a decent amount, dude. The first first, – like, the first 13 laps of the race was, like, three wide.
4: Yeah, they were Do, coming off of they yeah, Kyle, three and it, were three wide. Yeah, like. It was didn't Kyle Busch make it three wide at nine laps? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, Cooper. That racing was just like Daytona. Honestly, it
3: was. It was. Yep. It was very identical.
1: Yep. Now I will say though, it was substantially hard to pass the leader. Um, a little bit harder than I would like from like an analytical racing perspective. But as a lifelong diehard super speedway fan, I was like, I was setting up on my couch the entire race. And then the final lap, which we'll get to that, though, I was standing like I I was not setting anymore. I was standing. Um,
4: So some Cody, who who won the first stage?
1: uh, First stage went to none other than Bubba Wallace himself. Uh, yeah go, we'll throw that up uh, that's his logo uh what else do you expect from Bubba Wallace anymore than to go show up and perform very well at a super speedway anybody who would argue and say that Bubba Wallace is not a top three super speedway driver in the field today um is blinded by stupidity uh Bubba Wallace is an incredible super speedway racer
0: Yeah, I was ex- I was
4: excited I was excited to see Bubba get the stage one win. I had I had him to win the race, but obviously we'll get to the result of the race at the very end. But it was nice to see him win, even though people might be like, "Oh, he he just got lucky with that stage when it caused caused caution." I'm like, "No, he he would have won that stage. He was oh, going to yeah. win stage. He's going to win stage one regardless of the caution."
1: If I'm there at the race in person, I'm standing no matter what. You could ask all of these. I stood the entire Bristol race. I didn't set one time. Um, we I all
2: did. We all did.
1: Yeah, I don't set much at races. Um, I can set at home and watch a race, uh, but you put me there in person, I'm going to stand. If it's exciting on TV, then I'll stand too.
3: It's just hard at times because, like, I don't know if it was just me, but Daytona and Talladega made it hard for me to stand at points because when I looked around and everyone else was sitting, like I would want to stand, but then I had to sit back down hey, just cheers. because I didn't want to be yeah. an asshole and like cut cheers someone's view.
2: Loco. Okay, one thing I want to point out, I forgot to mention this earlier. So I don't give a shit about marijuana, okay? Uh, I'll just be honest with you, but... I feel like we should just ban Four Locos and legalize marijuana. I think that's a fair ass trade.
1: Dude, I've been preaching this for quite some time. I agree Talk with four you. Locos. <laughs> yeah, what's really killing America's kids? It's Four Locos. Honestly, if they were to just sell me like a standing spot, I would buy that and probably save money. We just got that sit. good little
3: area we sat though. Dude, yeah. It was like that strip where you just walk the whole well, time. Well, and also yeah.
1: though, like that section is also like really sad too, because that used to be seats, but they they added that little extra row to make it look fuller. But I'll take it. I love that area where like I can stand and not block anybody's view, and I can walk and like just entertain everybody that I'm at the race with. Like I can walk and talk to anybody. Yeah, and that I was just cool. I hate sitting down to watch a race in person. I absolutely hate it.
3: Anyway, though, go ahead. We're we're in stage two. So, I don't know. I was sitting there, and I just got hungry. So, one of the guys that we had with us, his name was Jordan. We were like, hey, let's go get some food real quick. So, we walked up. We were waiting in line at this little taco What What row
1: were you in? 22.
3: Okay, so you don't have to walk much. That's not bad. I don't know what it was. I think it was (laughs) –
1: Dalton, where was it we sat in the fall? Like, it was like row 78, wasn't it, before the rain came?
3: I really don't remember, but like, I
1: know it
2: was in the triad vault. That's, that's all I can tell you. It was high. It was high yeah. as shit. I was low as fuck. Like, I was right near the fence, uh, past our finish line. It was still a good seat. It kind of reminded me of my Daytona seat, where you could see my section pretty good, but you can't really see the backstretch. Yeah. That was just about it. It was kind of hard to see the triad too, because that garage, that Big garage they built in the infield. Uh, coming out of turn four, it, it made it hard to see them coming by. But overall, I won a bad seat. But what I really loved about my seat was the cars going by and how loud it was and the noises they made. I thought that was the best part of it. I, we all sat there. We were like, dude, we're not moving. This this is actually pretty badass. Isn't like, it crazy?
1: Isn't it crazy just like how primitive and barbaric we get where it's just like Ooga Booga fast cars go,
3: go roar? And we're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I'm waiting up at this wing truck, all right. And the line was so long, it started to wrap. So, I was like, Hell, we'll just walk down to this other part and we'll go to this concession stand where they got some chicken tenders. So, we walk up, we're waiting there, and they run out of food. So, we're like, uh, All well, right, because
2: stand right out of water at Powerade.
1: Yeah, see, so we're there's waiting... no excuse to ever run out of water. Oh, no.
2: and Powerade, uh, yeah, there's one, it's guy Nashville up... all over again, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's this guy standing in front of me. Uh, in line of uh, cassettes' stands and they already knew he was, they were out of water and he goes I really don't want to drink Powerade because of sugar, but I guess that's my only chance because I'm, I'm hot as fuck and I'm about to get dehydrated he gets up there he says they ran out of Powerade too and boy was he pissed off
3: well see that's what made me mad it's like I'm waiting and stage two's going on so I'm just looking back and watching it off the screen how long is this line
1: and dude, this is like a fair question. I love to ask this question, right? How long was not, that on
3: So go from your couch all the way to where your computer's at right now. That was how long it was.
1: How it's not it that far.
3: You? Dude, I, I looked back. It was lap 80, and I was like, dude, Jordan, I'm sorry, bro, but I was like, I paid money for this ticket, so I was like, I got to fucking go. So, like, I just left, and I was like, fuck it. I don't want the food. I was like, I, I, I've missed Forty some laps, and I get back and Dakota's like, Where you in Dakota. That's insane that you lost you lost that many laps at Talladega. Because we're, we're talking,
1: we're talking fifty one second laps.
3: I know. So I was like, I'm not fucking waiting anymore. So I just said, fuck it. Sat back down, and then I went to go get my cooler, and I was like, I'm gonna watch the rest of the stage. We'll have a great time. Go to get my cooler, out of beer. And I was like, no, dude, no i was like this is the worst fucking it sounds instance. like I'm you were hungry. having
1: a, you were having a cody experience at a race yeah, i was like, like i'm hungry that cloud is just right over you
3: i looked over at <laughs> damn dakota's friend and i was like please give me a bushlight." light i was like do you have one they're like yeah bro here you go and i was like oh thank god it's cold it feels good oh it's so hot out here <laughs> it's like, looked like spongebob
1: in that episode where he's trying yeah, to, like all shriveled up and shit yeah <laughs> like
3: but yeah it was disappointing
1: Oh, this is actually, dude. Honestly, I I can't believe I've never thought about this before.
3: Jacob fucking ate guy. my goddamn Lunchables. I bought enough. <laughs> I ate one Saturday, and then he eats the rest of them Saturday. So when I go back to pack up my cooler, there's no Lunchables but a fucking nacho. I'm See, not. I would I would never be nachos. that
1: guy. I would never be that guy that eats someone else's Lunchable. But if I were to buy six Lunchables for me. I'm liable to eat all 6 of them like at once. I dude, so I could mad. sit there and just eat pizza lunchables. All my personal best, like my my own PR is a uh, is a uh, 4 of them in one setting. I bought Are you four. You going to eat
3: that shit at a race though? You going to walk up and sit in the damn stands and make your little pizza and spread it with the sauce?
1: Fuck yeah, dude. But like I hold it up to get some rubber on it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No. I
3: love like the getting it sunbaked baked and shit. Like get the get the damn cheese melt. <laughs> I don't know how see I can't do that, man. I don't know what it is. I don't like the nacho one either. Like, oh, that my cheese God. is kind of gross. If the you, sauce no, is good.
1: Not no. If you do the actual lunchable brand,
3: that cheese is on point. Now, if you do the armor brand, like the cheese ain't as good. I wasn't buying that armor shit. I was getting those little cracker and baloney ones. Nah, not fuck that armor one.
0: No, no, I, I, I like I usually, the armor pizza.
4: I usually get the armor pizza because they give you the they give you the, the chocolate crunch bar.
0: Dude, That's the big oldest. Crunch guy.
4: Big crunch right. guy, yes sir. Do
1: y'all okay listen? Dude. So this is a this is a locked memory for a lot of people. Do y'all remember pizza dunks? Pizza what? Pizza dunks. I,
0: th- I don't think, think so.
1: You
3: remember them, Cooper? I do because I used to get them over
0: at oh, Kmart. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> do
1: you remember that cheese sauce that was in the pizza dude. dunk? Dude. I think about pizza dunks every single day of my life. There is never a moment where I don't. You got me looking up this shit right now. Hold on. Good, dude. Pizza dunks were so fucking good. Pizza dogs I'm Trying to remember.
3: Hell, those got discontinued when we were still in elementary school. I think it was early on for
1: me. You you forget that I'm fucking twelve years older than you. Yeah. Um.
2: Oh yeah, I remember these. Yeah. Yeah. Shout back to middle school days. God,
1: dude, those were yep. so good. I literally, I and I shit you not, I think about those almost every single day. Um, it's just it's what I do. A uh, little Elliot is so comfy. We've had two Elliot comments Dalton <laughs> LTC is changing the name of Heidi to Elliot. It's already no, happened
2: no, I' fucking banned that no, you can't you can't no, I'm it's not. just it's
1: already happened nope. this right here who is Travis? Heidi. I don't know Travis oh uh, tra- uh Travis
2: is a fellow Ri Nation member uh he can't
1: tell that his Doppelganger
3: okay so that's I, when I was telling you about on the phone earlier. Yeah, That's the doppelganger. So I, yeah. I'm
1: already all in on Travis. Travis is cool. Travis, please keep coming he's not dream. And he's
2: a co host of his own podcast, too. I can't remember what the name of it I think it was like Rose
3: 2 through 10 or something like that.
1: Okay. Travis, drop the name of your podcast and I'll put it
3: up here because don't. Travis was the one that had that Terry you. car yesterday because we walked up and no one was at the damn campsite besides Travis <laughs> sitting in a chair by himself. And Side I walked track. up and he was like. <laughs> sidetrack uh shout out kmart one time there's only like two stores left dude we were talking about on the way down we were talking about sears and shit because we were just saying like we were talking about fort henry mall and we're just like damn that place is falling under and like jacob was like yeah dude it's nothing but like plywood and just walls everywhere and then i was like damn you remember when like kmart was there and then dude no i don't know
1: jacob's not been there in 15 years then because the mall is so fucking nice on the inside but there's nothing
3: like there's that's what, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, there's just nothing there. Like it's like Dunham's, uh JC Penny closed. I think Belk is open. Yeah. Um but e, the hidden the only thing
1: you need at Fort Henry or the Kingsport Town Center, whatever it is we call it now, is Italian village. Ain't that right, Dalton? That's what I said. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I didn't know now, the Rose place left. one through ten. So that's Travis's podcast that he does. Yep, check it out. Okay, yeah, so Rose uh, one, ch- 1 through 10.
2: Uh, Papa Murphy's pizza that Talladega was selling is so fucking good, dude.
3: Oh, it's way better than that Domino's. Dude, I had that, that I yes. had that last yes. year
1: at Talladega. That's actually, fun fact, I, I know he's not here right now, but that is where I met Alex for the first time with FanFuel. I had no idea who he was, and it was no disrespect to him, but I just wasn't, like, very involved in the community at the time. So yeah. I was like who is this guy who's just like hanging around with us but it was Alex and like now me and Alex are like super tight but then I had no idea who he was and I was just like hey guy like that <laughs> that was about it but I I went and got the pizza and like we're all hanging uh he's got an earache he bitched out on us um, there it is Oh, oh come on please, Why Dalton bro please
2: I will come over I will come
1: over if you do Debbie come on we're, we're listen this fall race is going to be an entire just movie like i'm already i'm already planning it and i know i'm the dad of our group parv you're coming to the fall race you have no option there's no debate about it you're gonna be there everybody's gonna be there yeah suck it up, um, bitch yeah there's no debate even like and i i shit you not parv if i have to drive to Murfreesboro to pick you up to bring you back for it, I will. There's no debate Dalton, about it. No, Dalton's no, right there. Oh, yeah. You can just ride with Dalton. Yeah.
2: Cody, send me a baseball bat and I'll go to Parr's apartment. And if he refuses, I'll knock his ass out, kid up in my car,
1: and boom, he'll be there. Don't worry. I'm going to put one nail through the baseball bat just so he remembers it. And, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, whoa, no whoa, he's whoa. going to remember it. <laughs> Shout out to Sears. Uh, pour one out for Sears one good time. Um, we were talking I'm about listen, the I'm Hinder trying, Sears,
3: dude. Do you remember the Fort Henry Sears? You used to walk mm-hmm. in that auto center was the best, dude. You used to go over there and get like cheap ass tires. And, and instead
1: shit. of being like, we could repurpose this into like a laser tag place, they said no. Let's
3: just tear it down. They just tore it down and did nothing with it. Yeah. Wasn't it something was supposed to come big, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. So actually, when that movie theater moved in, NCG, I was on the opening staff for that. I was a manager of that movie theater for a week and a half. Uh, bravo to me. Um, week and a half yeah and then i was like fuck this because they would have me work we're off course but let's just run with it listen to this they would have me work until 3 a.m and then they wanted me back at 6 a.m and that that one day and then the next night it was going to be the same thing and I, i i left i told the manager at the time like the gm i was like yeah i'm probably not coming back and she laughed and then that next morning I woke up before my shit. I was still respectable enough to wake up before I was supposed to be there. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. No, you can miss me with that. I'm I'm not doing that for 10 fucking 50 an hour. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm trying to have a big fling for the Bristol fall race. I want to get like four rows of seats and like, Whoever's interested, they could just buy those tickets straight from me. I think that would be really cool. That way we're all together. Everybody can enjoy it together. And, like, we're not having, like, pirate seats,
3: right? Because that sucks. Yeah. Um, but or anyway. We did what we did last year. I mean, shit, it was just we all just sat in our own seat, and we just didn't get together. But, like, we walked over. We'd say, hey, what's up? And then we'd, like, walk back. and
1: That sucked. Yeah. That sucked. Like, I Jacob,
3: hate... Jacob, Jared, and I didn't move. We just sat up there. And yeah, we like, and I was like,
1: guys, there's seats all around me, and y'all are like, nah.
3: Yeah, we're like nah, because we know it's gonna happen. We're gonna fucking sit down, and someone's gonna pop in and be like, that's my seat. And it never happened.
1: It never happened. I tried. I tried. But we're all gonna we're gonna have Papa Goo with us. We're gonna have Mama Cody with us. We're gonna hey. have like my whole family. We're gonna have Cooper, Parv,
3: Justin's Jacob. coming.
1: Justin's got. Kind of, we'll have. Joe, I told yeah. Justin
3: he's got a place to stay. I said, if you come up for the night race, I was like, you got a place to stay. So he was like, I'm gonna bring my lady, and I was like, Good, get the fuck up yeah, here, let's go. We
1: will. We will have just the entire group. And can you imagine how electric that whole section is going to be throughout the whole race?
2: Oh, oh wow, the shit. Dude.
1: dude. It might be better yeah. than
2: the Bristol Dirt Race, honestly.
1: And Bristol Dirt like set a high standard in my opinion for like fun, right? Like that's probably the most fun I've ever had at a race, Same. like in person. Same, um, Same. but. <laughs> We weren't at Bristol Dirt, we're not at the Kingsport Mall, and we're not at Bristol Fall yet. We still have the rest of the cup race to talk about. Um, If y'all want to run through stage two, I'm going to be unprofessional and go and pee, or else I'm going (laughs) to literally explode. Mama Cody, I'm going to shotgun with with Mom. I want Mom to shotgun with me. Mom gets shotgun? We're about to find out. Oh, shit. I I love how she just
3: no-sold me when I was like, hey, I want breakfast, too.
1: Well, you'll be you'll be allowed. You'll be in it, but y'all carry it away. I'm gonna go to my uh my no camera part of this one's for you. So,
4: so I, I think we was saw decent. that um, we saw what's his name Joe Lagano wrecked. Yay! But I yeah. think I think was, was this stage one, stage two. stage two, stage two. So what so what happened was is Mara Triggs Jr. This is at the restart. I'm pretty sure we saw him. He basically backed up the whole entire field. It, I think it was him, then it was Jones, then it was no, Lecomo, it was, then it was then it was Bubba. And what Ty. happened was.
2: No, Ty, no it no it was Jones because Ty was like way back there. And he got, it's, caught, so, and he got so collected. Yeah,
4: so what I remember happening is, you know, Marchers got backed up, so, you know, it caused all of them to get together. And then Bubba was always like, I'm speeding up because I want to get positioned. And then, you know, so, with, the, with him backing it up, caused Joe Logano to hit the wall. And then everyone, everyone and their mothers who are dumb blame Bubba Wallace for it. Well, see, I think Joey missed a gear too. Because if you watched
3: him, he kind of skipped out too. So, I don't think it was just a bad restart. I think he skipped a gear out too. Because.
4: Yeah, something happened, bro. It like it totaled his car and he, he was done for the day. That was our. There wasn't really even a big. There wasn't even really a big one. Like, there was, like, there was wrecks that happened. That it was kind
2: of out... like, like the biggest wreck of the day, to be honest with
4: you. Well, no, because the one it,
3: Harrison got collected in was bigger.
4: That was on the back it, stretch. There, there was multiple wrecks that happened, but they weren't necessarily like, big ones where it took out 20 drivers. It took out, like, six to eight drivers for each wreck to happen, even the yeah. last one. And so, then I think
3: we ended, uh, what, 18 cars were left? i uh, not
4: 25.
2: Sure. 23. okay 23 yeah,
4: there was a decent amount yeah. but yeah, yeah we saw that happen Nicole kyle and kyle larson unfortunately won the stage i think we had i think hinder cars were in the top, joey spun the top. The tires. okay
3: it was it was it was kyle was it, chase and then byron kyle chase byron yeah that was because uh, yeah. Bowman went what up
1: what did we what is joey spinning his tires are we talking about when he went into the wall yeah, uh, yeah
3: I, I think he either skipped a gear or did something. Nope. I don't
1: know so, what the fuck happened. Shout out to Fox for a deep analytical um, in uh, like insight on this. So they actually looked at everybody's braking, and Martin Truex actually drug his brakes a little bit too hard there, so that bunched Joey up. Um, Hold on one second. That was the worst take that has ever been said on this fucking podcast. That was not on Bubba at all. Martin Truex drug his brakes, pinched Joey. Bubba's already into Joey's rear end. Bubba did not cause that wreck. That was all on Truex.
0: Genuinely on Truex.
3: No, it definitely wasn't Bubba. I mean, I heard people around me that were saying it was Bubba's fault. It, It was not Bubba's fault, dude. People you do just, what you got to
0: do.
4: Shit, you're on a restart, bro. Come on, you got to go forward. You people, ain't fucking yeah. People, this is me Boba.
3: driving on damn 11W. I mean, if I'm driving on 11W, someone's gonna stop in front of me. I'm gonna hit the brakes. But like,
0: you got right. go.
1: honestly. Like, so like, I mean, that was genuinely just a racing incident, in my opinion. Um, Truex was trying to make sure that everybody was like tucked in and close together. I think he just drug his brakes a little too hard right there on the restart. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I don't think that you could just like point a finger at Bubba here at all, right? Um, it just it happens, right? But let's be honest. I'll be and I'll be completely honest with you. I think Freddie doesn't need to be where he's at. Um, I think Freddie causes more accidents than than he saves Bubba from. Um I don't think that Bubba was at fault there. Of course, I'm a couch spectator. I'm a couch racer. I wasn't in the car. But from the fact that Martin Truex was on his brakes and nobody else was, I don't know who else you can blame except for the guy who's on his brakes. Like Martin Truex bunched him up. We're tight in super speedways. And also, let's not forget the fact, and I don't remember which which race it was, and I looked so hard yesterday after that happened. There was a race where Joey Logano entirely pinched Bubba into the wall on a super speedway and like put Bubba into the wall. And I don't remember what race that was, but Bubba had a run with like two to go. He's moving in, and Joey just put Bubba into the wall. We could say they're even. That this, was COVID. Right? That was COVID.
3: COVID Talladega. Was it? Yeah. I I don't yeah, remember because which he got race pinched up, and then after that, that's when that's when Denny had his run. Okay. And he was waiting for oh, yeah, Bubba to come is. help. Oh, no, Joey, wait. Le- I think any time... It? it was 21.
1: I looked. I looked and looked and looked, and I couldn't find it, but I vividly remember it. Any time that something happens to Joey's, like, rear end at... There it is, then. There you go. Um, any time that something happens to Joey's rear end at a super speedway, nine times out of ten, that's Joey Logano's fault because he... Like, love Joey or hate Joey, Joey is the most aggressive guy out there at super speedways. Um, that's why, like, I was put off by his... I was put off by his interview because he's talking about how he hates super speedway racing. If you hate it, then why are you just, like, blocking people like it's nobody's business,
3: right? AJ said that, too. AJ got a big boo from that. AJ comes yeah. up on the mic, and he's like, I hate this track so much. And people are like, boo. And he was like, I hate super speedways. He was like, it scares the shit out of me. I'm driving this car, and I think I'm in a wreck, but then I'm not. I'm looking decent. So, like, I get that.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's a part of it, right? There's a lot of guys out there who don't. And I know that super speedways are the most dangerous. That's why anytime there's a crash, contrary to popular belief, I don't like wrecks at super speedways. I hate them because every time it happens, I'm like, fingers crossed, right, that they're okay. Um, I mean, there was a lot of harder crashes. Like, Chase Briscoe's wreck was pretty hard. Um, I mean, he ate he ate Hemrick's car. And then Chris Buescher ate, briscoe's car because of that um but i don't think it was bubba's fault i do not blame bubba for that i think that truex stacked up the line and what happened happened uh genuinely that's just the way i feel about that um shout out larson um where are we at in the race as we were talking
3: about joey
4: we're, that's that that incident we, didn't like, we just we brought, brought it back the, up okay Did we like talk about the end of stage yeah, I we were just, talking I about how it was. Back
3: on my soapbox. It, was like, it was a Hendrick three. So we had Larson, Elliott, Byron. That was the dominating stage two.
1: We'll get there. We're getting there slowly but surely. So I think you just got to send it. I think when it comes down to it at a super speed way, it's no holds barred, right? I think every guy out there agrees with that. Right. The cars are super safe. And I hate that a lot of people have that mentality, but everybody has that mentality. So that's how it's got to be. Right. It is what it is. Chastain, Chastain is just a fucking monster. Right. In a good way. Like he is out there to win. He doesn't care. I think Chastain would spin Suarez coming through the trioval for a win. And that's just the kind of racer he is. He wants to win. And he, I mean, he's proven it. Um, But when it comes down to it, like the whole incident, I think it's just race.
4: So we get to. Thank you, Parv. Thank you. So so now after the amazing stage two we had, we had stage three. And before we get to, you know, everything happened, I just want to mention something. Now I have free reign to say this because he's not here to back it up. Roush is back in the bottom twenty. <laughs> back where they are every week almost because Brad Keselowski could not get his shit together when it came to the pits. He has so many pit violations that he it costs him everything. And you know what happened? He didn't even finish in the top twenty. I was sitting there, I was sitting
3: there and I'm watching the race. I see it. And they call it over. I look back at Jacob. Jacob is standing up, arms crossed, and goes. <laughs> and he looked at me, and he mouthed to me. he said, fucking Brad K. always speeding. Fucks himself. God damn it. And then sat back sh- down and I was like, You he shouldn't
4: be saying Roush up. is back because Roush will never be back. Like but we how Coney...
3: stoic
1: is that Jacob is at racist cracks me up. Like
4: he is your typical like
1: 45-year-old NASCAR fan. Every he's literally spot, right? just like...
4: <laughs> like Yeah, Roush. R H
1: H H B R,
4: R-, R-, R- <laughs> Yeah, Brad. Brad should have never sat <laughs> with Roush because he just
1: sucks now. <laughs> But, I mean, also, I don't think we can, like, shit on Brad too much. Roush was already underperforming. I think a lot of people, like, put way too much. And Jacob's one of them. Was like, Brad's coming to
3: Roush. They're going to be good.
1: And, like, that was it.
3: He's delusional. We fucking said that, dude. (laughs) Like, Brad's not a bad driver. I said that. Okay, here's the talk we had when we were walking back. So we're talking, and he's like, Dude, Brad's gonna win a championship. He's gonna bring, he's gonna be the guy that's gonna bring Roush their first championship after being RFK. And I was like, nah, dude, Brad's washed. I was like, Brad is a good driver, but he's not what he was. And he was like, dude, Tony Stewart left and he brought a championship back to Stewart. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I think he's gonna win that championship. No, Jacob. I was like, when did he last win? 08. When's the last one? 12. I said, how many fucking years is that, Jacob? I said, when's the last time Brad won? He was like, 11. I said, what year is it, Jacob? 2012 or 2020? 2022, Jesus. And I was like, dude, we're we're not there. It, it's it's well past. Brad's out. Brad ain't winning the championship. That,
4: that's just how it is.
1: I'm glad that Jacob's not here and we can just all shit on him together. Yeah.
4: <laughs> dude, it's great, guys. You know, it's just it's just nice to see that Roush is, Roush is back in the bottom 20 and it is what it is i mean raise your hand if you're surprised by rfk's performance
1: and there it is right nobody's surprised no
4: and i mean
3: all right it was switched it was switched thanks ryan it was switched whatever yeah, so, still so yeah it's being improved.
4: No. so yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah. we've seen it happen shorter gap shorter gap shorter yeah, after <laughs> the uh yeah, we'll, we'll see we'll hear from jacob in later days about roush being back but with that being said Let's talk about that final stage. And, yes, we did get our the train, but it wasn't for long. It, I mean, we had it for most of the stage, but when when it came down to, like, the last 15 20, 15, 20 laps, it got to where people were like, okay, it's now my time to get into the lead. And we saw that with Bubba a lot. Bubba was trying his hardest to get past David Jones for
1: the Dude, longest I know, time. and he, he got, like, left out. He was, like, eighth, I think, and he was like, all right, let's get this outside line moving. And nobody else yeah. was trying to do um, it. Perfect he,
3: did, he, I, I was going to say, Kevin did it. Kevin jumped out. I think it was stage yeah. two. Kevin was like, fuck this. He jumped
4: out. I mean, he jumped up to like fourth, dude. Like. And, and Bubba was there at one point to finally get up to the point where he was about to pass Eric. But it just never clicked to where – I think at one point he did. I think he got in front of Eric, Eric. But it just didn't work out to where he had to move back out. So we, it was the that. And that was basically the end of Bubba's – chances which was which stunk
0: yeah well, the Bubba
1: and Laney
4: were working so well together
1: Bubba's yeah, it, was, fucked yeah, again. it was
4: it was nice to see that it happened oh. but stage three was mainly the Eric Jones show it was mainly for most of the time I think obviously when we saw the pit the pit strategies happen and everything we saw all that happen but Ford for fucked last,
3: herself that's what happened Jacob Jacob said it right Ford's fucked herself again
4: Yep. Yeah, and we saw uh, it was mostly the Eric Jones show for the longest time. And it was great to see that because for me being a Richard Petty fan, seeing that 43 car in first is great to see. And Eric Jones who is a really is a pretty decent driver deserves a win. But decent? Pretty decent. I feel like Eric like Jones is
1: No, I I think Eric Jones is a great driver.
4: I think I mean I think you were you and I were talking like is is Eric Jones a forty three stay? And I mean I think I think until oh, he yeah. gets a. I mean I feel like even if he gets a win, I feel like he would want to stay there because he probably wants to. They probably want to build petty GMS with Eric Jones. What if, seems good? What's coming up that sounds good to him to go
3: back? I mean, back to JGR? What's he going to go the eighteen, the nineteen? Like, I don't think oh eleven. Yeah, what's
4: I, nothing's good? He's not going to go. Back. I want to. I don't think he'd go back. Especially, I don't think he'd trade manufacturers right now. I think I feel like him staying with, with Chevy is a nice touch for him. And yeah. plus, you know, Petty GMS has been pretty has been pretty good this season. Like, you know, we're not going really to, like, count, like, you know, finishes and everything, but we've seen Ty Dillon be pretty good at some races, and we see Eric Jones be pretty good at some races also. So it's nice to see, you know, Petty do well, but – we get down to the the last lap, the last two laps of the race. And we see this is where we start, this is where I start my heart started pounding hardcore because I'm like, oh gosh. Cause we saw who was I saw who was in second place. And I was like, crap, this man is going to screw Eric Jones. And probably going to screw Eric Jones out of the win. Like either he's either going to get passive and get the win himself. Or he used to like flat out just screw him over. And so who wants to take this? Do you want me to take it? Or do you want one of you all to take us through that last turn four? I don't we're leading up. So, like, like
3: you said, I don't know. I thought Eric had a good run. Eric was kind of splitting out from Larson, but when it came up to it and starts, you know, they're beating and banging, doing the thing. I didn't expect Chastain to get up there. I honestly thought Austin was going to get that win. I thought Austin was going to sneak up and kind of slide past Chastain. It looked kind of promising, but, I mean, Dude, it is what it is. It wasn't big, but it was kind of disheartening.
2: From, so- my, from my view, it looked like a three-way photo finish between Kyle Busch, Austin Dillon, and Ross Chastain. I didn't, it took me a minute to find out who won, but.
3: It did, too, because, like, when it happened, I was like, oh, my God, did Austin Dillon just win this fucking race? I was like, there's no way. I just saw a damn Noah Gregson win. Now I got an Austin Dillon win. I was like, dude, come on. They're like, Ross Chastain. And I was like, where the fuck is the TV? Like, I've got to see this. Yeah, so
4: so Cody and I kind of got like a better view with, with like a TV side of it. So the final lap, turn four happened. We see Larson get out of the way. And then Larson pull up. And for me, I feel like it was like a draft that, that caused Eric Jones to pull up. It co- caused him to get out of the way. And then we just see the, obviously the huge crash that happened behind him. But well, you know, Kurt Bush hit, hit hard on the wall. Bubba Wallace hit hard on the wall. We see just this huge arc behind. And then we see that photo fit that we see that finish where it was Ross Chastain getting that dub. We see back to back. Lucky Dubs. We see Kyle Busch get his lucky dub. We see Ross Chastain get a lucky dub. But I called Cody afterwards. I was, I was so exce- sorry. Do you want, do you want to talk something before Cody? Um, yeah. It? So I know? just want to point out the fact that
1: <clears throat> ever since he's won a championship, he has been nothing but a menace to everybody around mm-hmm. him. Yes. Wait, well, yes. One hundred percent.
2: I gotta point out something here. How many cars did it take to cross a lane? None? okay.
1: I turn now. Good luck, everybody. Yes. Denny, <laughs> yes.
4: Denny Hamlin, yes. Um Denny Hamlin's incredible. Wins
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, oh, there's a lot of
4: people who are like making that way more than it actually like, was. People people are legit in the comments bl- bl- blaming him or blaming Bubba. And I'm just like,
0: Dude, why? I, it's so, a joke. Yeah.
4: Well, there I saw there
1: there was a Facebook post of the final lap and like what happened. And, like, in the comments, people were blaming Bubba for Kurt Busch wrecking. What? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, are we just going to ignore the fact that, like, Kyle Larson just cut up the entire track? The same thing that he did to Justin Haley. The same thing that he did to Chase Elliott. Kyle Larson – and, I mean, I get it. Like, once you win a championship, right, like, you feel like you can do what you want. That's just a part of it, right? I don't think anybody else is going to argue that. Yeah,
4: Kyle Morrison's a menace. 100% a menace.
1: Yeah, he and he has been, right. And, I mean, I don't hate Kyle. Um, Yeah, I mean, dude's a damn good driver. He'd beat me on a tricycle, right? Like, I'm not going to argue that. I'm not going to say I'm better than he is. But he has genuinely just been a fucking menace to, like, NASCAR since he won the championship. There's been so many times where he has tried to, like, big dick somebody in some way. And, like, it's just it's not worked out. I mean, it worked out at California with Chase, clearly, right? Chase had the better Hendrick car that day, and Chase got the shit end of the stick. Um, and then, you know, I just – I hate the fact that there's a lack of accountability on Kyle Larson's part. It's always, well, I didn't know they were there. So either your spotter's it's, not doing his job or you're not looking in your rearview. It's,
4: it's always the other person's fault when it comes to him. Yeah. And, I mean, he said it's, that,
1: like – he said that his inexperience shows – but I feel like when once you're crowned a champion, you can never use that as an excuse, right? Like you can't say you're inexperienced once you're a NASCAR Cup champion. Um, Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson, in my opinion, coming to the checkered flag, he single handedly ruined what was setting up to be a spectacular finish in one way or another. Well, not good. And Justin Haley was up there, like
3: you said. Yeah. Justin Haley was running third.
1: Yeah. Just, I mean, he, he was, was there. Like thir-
4: third and fourth, like most of the races then.
3: Well, I don't I don't know if he
4: was was he there like the last few laps or was he like he
3: was because I looked long. back at Jacob and I was like Justin Haley's gonna win this damn race. I was like, there's no fucking shot. He's not he's gonna split out and he's gonna yeah, win. Yeah, I this was race. like so was, like nodding. I was
4: I was following our predictions throughout the whole entire thing. I was like, oh my god, if he actually gets this correct with Justin Haley, I am going to throw thick. and
3: Justin Haley looked
4: damn strong yesterday good. too. Like he looks real good. Justin Haley's another one of those super speedway drivers that we see. Right. Like, yeah, was, there like, are some
1: guys. Year. There are some guys who just go out there and they show up at super speedways more than others, right? Like, honestly, and Dalton's going to, like, agree with this, even though it sounds like a dig. Who expected Kyle Busch to pull out a third-place finish at a super speedway?
2: Not me. Not fucking me. But you know what? But guess what? When he came across the line third, so actually he was 11th with two laps to go and ninth on the white flag lap. I don't know how the fuck he finished third. And honestly, I was waiting for him to get caught up in a last lap right because that's what always happens. Every time at a super wave when Kyle goes to Talladega, Daytona, he runs fast, he runs up front, but with the routes waiting to go, he gets fucked yeah. in the wreck. So and from an
1: analytical perspective, do you think the fact that we went to a double file format with 13 to go, do you think that that pre- prevented like the big one from happening?
2: I feel like, yeah, honestly, um, I expected them to be a lot more. Um, it, or I expected to get a lot more intense later on in the race, but like I told Cooper, it, it was just like Daytona. Like the racing style at Daytona and Talladega is the exact same. I thought it'd be a lot more three wide, four wide action because Talladega is wider. Uh, but, but, but no, nah, I mean, however, I was completely fine with it. I was really. I actually liked how they made it to the white flag without a caution. I mean, you don't really need a super speedway race where there's a green, white checker. I mean, I know it's normal, but it was kind of nice to have that one race. Yeah, just where a, a finish, right? Yeah. Like, when just they give us
1: a it, finish.
2: We don't have to rack them up and wreck them, wreck some more cars. So yeah, let cool that
1: guy who's like been preparing for the last three or four laps, like let him make his moves. I, that's what I love about super speedways is when they actually get to finish normally. I love yeah. long green flag runs. I love them. No matter the track. How so, bad
3: was Bubba's hit? It was rough. It was it really was hard. Like he, that's he, two. That is two this year he, that he's gotten out, and he's like, oh, my God. Like, that yeah. was – Yeah, because yeah. he
4: he, would tweet it, he tweeted, like, I don't know how many more of these I could take. And, like, I, I – because, like, you saw him, like, bending down of how much pain it was. Yeah, because they cut to the camera on the big screen at the
3: track, and he was, like, bent down. Him like and Kurt,
1: like, they both hit in the same exact way. He landed right
2: in front of me. Like, his car stopped right in front of me. Yeah. Uh, he looked pretty pissed off at first. Um.
4: I mean, I'd be too. I would be pissed off too that I was about to, you know,
0: sorry, sorry Let's for get a top comment. 10.
2: Yeah. Well, what want I, I want to point out real quick. Um I actually thought Kyle won coming across the line and honestly, if Did Kyle you came prematurely
1: on, celebrate.
2: Dude, honestly, I would have taken a four loco shot if uh Kyle No, won but they,
1: like right like as soon as they crossed the start finish line, what was your reaction?
2: So, I mean, it was kind of difficult for me to see the start finish line. Like I said, I didn't really know who uh, who won the race. Um, I mean, I saw Kyle uh, dumb by first. I'm like, wait a minute, did he just win? But I wanted to, like, stop and make sure first. And then they heard the radio, like, it was Ross day, And I'm like, oh, okay, good for you. I was you. the was same probably-
3: way, dude. I was standing up, and I, like, jumped out and was like, holy fuck, did Austin Dillon just win? And then I, like, uh- stepped back and was like, there was, a Rush
2: see, thing. there was a Ross State fan sitting right behind me. He was going crazy, and I went over there just gave yeah. him a high five, shook his hand, told him congratulations. That's uh, what we do,
1: yeah. We dap yeah, up the so, winners no matter what. But so one so thing me. I want to say,
2: one thing I want to say real quick: if Kyle Busch comes on third at Talladega without wrecking, that's a huge fuck. I celebrate that like yeah. it was a win. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, I swear.
4: See, I'm gonna but, go. Off, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go because the- <laughs> what was crazy for me is I didn't know that Kyle Busch like came back up to third. Because what I was focused on was him. He was, he was in the third. There's the two lanes yeah. that we had for the longest time. And he fell back into the third lane going way back. I was like, oh, well, there goes Kyle. So he was out of my mind. But when but when I saw him like the on the bottom tick that he got third, I'm like, Kyle Bush got third? I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> That's incredible. I was like, holy crap.
2: These years radio when he got shuffled out. He was up front, like him and Blaney were pushing each other on the high lane. They're about to take the lead, and uh, Kyle got shoveled out by somebody. It was either Ross or Blaney, someone with a red car. And Kyle comes on the radio and says, Every fucking
1: time, every motherfucking time.
4: It was Ross, I'm pretty sure.
2: It was Ross.
4: So,
1: I thought coming it was Russell, from my perspective, coming to the checkers, um, White Flag got intense. I saw Bubba latch up with Truex, and I was like, Oh shit, like this Truex might win. So, I see them starting to move. And then you start seeing, you know, the aggressive pushing by Ross. And then when Eric started to move up into the second line, I was like, why? Why are you doing that? And Because, I mean, deep down, like, I would love to see an Eric Jones win, right? Like, Eric, he's been on the show before. I love Eric Jones. He's a good racer. You can't say anything bad about him. Um, I was just so pleased with the way that the race had happened. Of course, I would have rather seen Reddick or Bubba or Chase win, obviously, But, you know, the way the race had played out, like, Eric Jones had earned the win to that point. Uh, But when he moved up, I knew that Kyle Larson was about to win. I knew that it was Kyle Larson's race. And then for absolutely no reason whatsoever, Kyle Larson moves up, takes Kurt Busch out, which takes Bubba out. Um, Bubba and Byron, which, yet again, people were blaming Bubba for wrecking uh, William Byron uh, on the front stretch. If there's a line moving and you can get up in front of them, are you supposed to just let them pass you? No, it's a super fucking speedway. What do you do? So Byron ends up in the wall and then Kurt ends up in the wall, collects Bubba. But everybody takes hard hits, but it wasn't a big one. Corey LaJoy finishes the race backwards once again. Uh, yeah. Anytime Corey LaJoy's in the top 10, you can guarantee he's going to finish backwards, right? But regardless... Ross Chastain, yet again, puts himself in position right where he needs to be. Kyle Larson, once again, is a total menace. He needs a new spotter, bottom line. Um, After four mistakes throughout the season in the same fashion, it's unacceptable. One time is a mistake. One time is an accident. Two times is a mistake. Three times it's getting out of hand. Four times in the same season, somebody needs to figure something out, right? um eric jones gets screwed about to get richard petty uh or richard petty e. S. <S. 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 yeah gets in hey, the 200th quick. win
2: real quick we actually had eric jones fan sitting right next to us and uh
1: oh we were, poor guy or girl
2: the guy so we were talking uh we were talking with our friends like it was around uh, 10 lives to go something like that and we were all talking, thinking, like, Eric Jones, like, might actually win this race. And fucking Ian goes, like, who gives a fuck about Eric Jones? And the Eric Jones fan turns around and says, I give a fuck about Eric Jones. <laughs> and, 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 like, they, it wasn't, like, he wasn't mad. Like Right. It they were laughing at all. But, like, I just had, had to said that. I had to spit out my drink tie and left my ass off.
1: Yeah. I mean, nobody – I don't think anybody would be mad about Eric Jones winning. Right? Like, nobody, be, nobody no. hates – nobody hates eric jones eric jones hasn't done anything Um, for me to hate him you know no i I mean he's made some like bonehead moves in his career but he's still young in his career like we forget that he this is his uh fifth year i mean he's still relatively young in the series and i think that eric jones like if you boil it all down is one of the most talented drivers in the field. I mean, tell me another driver who's won rookie of the year in the trucks, Xfinity and Cup Series, and three consecutive seasons. You can't because it's, I mean, Eric Jones is just a bona fide driver, right? He is a wheel man. Um, but it didn't happen for him. But you know who it did happen for? The Melon Man. Um, I mean, this is my moment to gloat, I guess. I love Ross Chastain. I love everything Ross Chastain does. Anytime a watermelon gets splatted, it's a good day in my book. Um, but it's unfortunate the way that it happened. And, you know, the most deserving car did not win. Ross Chastain was not the most deserving driver yesterday, but he put himself where he needed to be to win. And that's all that matters at the end of the day, right? We don't count coulda, shoulda, woulda as we count the actual wins. Ross Chastain and William Byron are the only two drivers this season with not one but two wins so far in 10 races. We have two guys that nobody probably expected to be championship contenders putting themselves in contention to be championship contenders.
2: Also, boys, did I fucking call it or what? You
1: did. You did. And you know what? I But I'm not going to give you all of this, Dalton, because guess what? I was one position away from calling it because in back-to-back days, that beautiful, beautiful three car came in second place. And you know what? I'll take it. It hurts, but at the same time, I'll take it. Who three it hurts. weeks
3: ago it hurts a lot. It
1: does. It does. Three weeks ago, if I would have came up to you, you all, and said, "Hey, guess what? The three car is going to come in second place on Saturday and Sunday at Talladega." Who would have laughed at me? Everybody, bro- not me,
2: bro. I was we too- didn't know
1: Jeffrey was running until last week, though. Yeah, bro. I was
2: two positions away from watching Kyle what went back to back. And I'm glad,
1: right? honestly, though. Don't I love you? But I'm glad you didn't get to see that.
2: <laughs> but like I said, if I want him to survive, if he came home with a clean ass race, yeah, partner, you gotta I
1: win. Five. For Kyle Bush, you gotta win. Third place yeah. at a super speedway. That's I, a win.
2: I'm not a moral victory guy, but that's a fucking moral victory right there. I'll
1: take it any day. Um I actually I like that you brought that up. Who do you think had so you say Kyle Bush. Uh Coop, who had the moral victory of the day? Of the day? Yep. And this is I mean, a new I'll, permanent segment we're gonna start doing. Moral man. victory of the day.
3: I mean, if I had to pick, I would say Kyle. Kyle. I mean, yeah, right. Who expected that? No, like you I said. Mean, I mean, coming off the white flag, you're you're sitting ninth. You're not yeah. gonna finish third, like. Unless there's some bullshit happens and some bullshit happened and you finish third, like that, that's a good victory. That's a, that's a good little chip on the shoulder. Like, hey guys, our car's here. We're good. We'll take it back. We'll do what we need to do. We've got this car
4: still. That's sir. Yep, I'm gonna go with Dylan. I know it's kind of a shock for me to say because like I crap on RCR sometimes, but I mean, yeah, we, have, we had we like, had strong. he looked strong yesterday. I, th- I think bad. I think him having it, but. Kyle Kyle would also be – I think him and Kyle probably like the two contenders for that. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: So that was Austin Dillon's
1: third top three finish of the season. So I'm going to piggyback on Parv here and say that Austin Dillon, definitely moral victory. Um, We're going to a couple of tracks that Austin Dillon could very well win at. Um, I don't think it's coming at Dover, but I think Austin Dillon's going to be one to watch at Darlington for sure. Um, definitely a big moral victory to RCR after two like just totally fucking crushing weeks. Um, last week at Bristol hurt, right? So I think that this was a good moral victory for our we didn't even touch on it, too. Redick was the first car out yesterday, too. Yeah, yep. and then I mean, Hemrick blew up as well. Uh, and so
2: what, what, what happened st- to Dale Hemrick? Did he blow a tire or no engine? Engine, yeah. Oh,
1: shit. yeah. And then Austin Dillon radioed in to Richard and was like, what do I need to do? What do I need to save? And Richard was like, these are just engines that are at the end of their lives. Because, you know, in NASCAR with the rules, they have to run X amount of uh, laps on their engines before they can bring in new ones. So RCR engines, which is something to bear in mind. Tyler Reddick should be pretty fine for now. Um, but their engines are coming to the end of their lives at RCR. So oh, shit. Yep. So that's definitely something to bear in mind going forward. Um, which wow. going forward, it's interesting. So I'm gonna read the top ten in the standings right now. And if anybody has anything they want to add into this, um, feel free. Our top ten, starting in tenth place. Actually, I'm gonna start in the playoffs just as a whole. So we'll start. Yeah, Sixteen.
3: Dylan finally cracked it. He finally got in. Oh, speed, he so. he cracked it. So
1: 16th, we have Austin Cendrick, which is a lock because he... I mean, so far he's a lock, right? Um, And then in 15th, we have Tyler Reddick. In 14th, we have Christopher Bell. 13th, we have Austin Dillon. In 12th, we have Chase Briscoe. 11th, we have Kevin Harvick. Here is the shocker. In 10th, we have Eric
4: That's That makes me happy. It really makes me happy to see it. I... Y'all know my love for Eric. I I just it's happy to see him. I Last hope he keeps, season, yeah. I hope I hope he keeps it up to where he at least gets to the playoffs. Even if he's out the first round, I don't care. Just to see him go out in his final season in the playoff contention will make me happy. And heck, you know he went into the playoffs one year, won Talladega, got got a fifth place finish in the
1: playoffs. So, so, something I want to point out with the person in ninth. And this is how like competitive we are in this regular season. Ross Chastain is in ninth place in points. He has two wins, six top fives, and six top tens. If Ross Chastain makes it in the top ten, he's finishing in the top five. That's just food for thought, right? In eighth, we have Martin Truex. In seventh, we have Kyle Larson. Sixth, we got Joey Logano. Fifth, we got Alex Bowman, which definitely deserves a little bit of recognition with his consistency so far this season. Uh, Alex Bowman also has six top tens. Fourth, we move in to Kyle Busch, who has one win, three top fives, and seven top tens in 10 races. That is Consistency. Next, we have William Byron, which this one is interesting. Two wins four top fives, and four top tens. Then we have Ryan Blaney. Zero wins, four top fives, six top tens. And still leading the points, we have Chase Elliott. No wins, one top five, but seven top tens in ten races.
4: So that's cool. There's one thing that we have to mention, though, that if this were the playoffs, uh, Tyler Reddick would not make it because of the man who is currently 24th, but he has a win. Denny Hamlin has a win, so therefore, if the playoffs started today, Tyler Tol- Reddick will be the one who would get the boot because is, of
1: how – That is a fair yeah. point to make. I'm glad you pointed that out, sir. So,
4: I'm sorry to ruin
1: no, your
0: I'm that, sorry That's I'm yeah. ruin
1: I mean, honestly, I'm not worried about Tyler Reddick as far as, like, not yeah. getting a win. I mean, it's literally, like, he is knocking on the door every single week. Yeah.
4: It's, Same way Ross was, right? Like, it's going to happen. I don't know. And here's the thing. I don't know if Denny Hamlin's going to finish in the top 16. We might we might see it if he, like, improves his if – he, if he improves overall, like, wins a bunch of stages, gets more wins. I mean, all uh, – Ignoring the
1: fact that we only have one Toyota in the top 10 in points, I think it's I think it's Toyota problem, right? So, this is really important here, right? In 10 races so far this season, Denny Hamlin only has one top 10. And that was at Richmond, where he won. That is the only time all season that Denny Hamlin has finished in the top 10. Denny's been off. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. And I mean, Bad. let's be honest, like, the Richmond win was, I'll say, like, it was luck. Like, and Parv, forgive me for this, but Eric Almirola costed Harvick the win at Richmond, being a terrible teammate.
4: Yeah, yeah, I can't deny that. It's, as much as it pains much as my Eric Almirola love, it, it, it was totally Harvick's win, but...
1: It hurts, but
4: you know, maybe he'll get maybe he'll get the win at Dover.
1: It's what it's all about. Uh it's, it's over. Ross, over. Ch- Ross Chastain picks up his second win. His second win of the season, his second win in his career, and the second win for track house racing. Um, I mean, I obviously I think that Danny will get a win this season. I don't think there's any argument about it. Suarez has just had horrible luck. Um, but I definitely think that Suarez is gonna grab a win um speaking of wins boys we're going to dover delaware um Yawn. no i think it's going to be a good race i genuinely do think it's going to be a good race um now
4: let's xfinity and the
2: dover just hasn't been all that good lately i mean i've really enjoyed a dover race since 2013
1: since 2013
2: yeah
4: it's a long time, buddy. Yeah. So we got Xfinity and we got the cup. So I already said Cody my picks because the nipples will be on. So he already knows who I have, and I feel like with what we're going with, I feel like I might get some BFTs for the first for like Bruno, for, you know, especially. But I'm gonna go just going to get out my Xfinity pick, Riley Herbst. Thank I feel you. like he's I feel like he's gonna go into victory lane. Really? really? Yeah.
3: That's interesting. I would take it, but I think that Josh Berry is going to go to victory lane. If you're counting out a Hendrick car, if you're counting out JRM, you're fucking crazy. Josh Berry is going to victory lane. See,
4: the, see I was going to go with him, but I was like, I've already gone for him this season, so I don't want to pick him already because I feel like it's too soon.
3: Hey, all guy's no slouch, though. No slouch, so. I like Justin um,
1: as far as, like, winning goes. I'm not a big Justin guy, though. Um, Dover is definitely a uh, a Hendrick track, right? Um, I don't think there's any argument or debate there. And that's exactly why I'm going to take Ty Gibbs as the winner for Dover.
3: Yawn.
4: Good pick, good pick. Dalton's
3: unfazed. Dalton is unfazed.
4: He's just like, wait. I don't think he knows who he picked.
2: I don't really, ca- oh, I just don't care much for Dover anymore like I used
1: to. It's going to be good. Give this next generation a chance.
2: I mean, so far, I'm not really pleased on it with the uh, short tracks like Phoenix, Dover, uh, Martinsville. But, I mean, hopefully you can improve. We'll see. Uh,
1: Martinsville does not count due to the weather. Phoenix was a good race.
2: I mean, I'm not saying Phoenix was terrible. It's just it kind of remind me of Richmond. But my biggest worry kind of is if there's high quarter speeds for th- this race, which
3: no Jacob
1: <laughs> preach mom, preach.
3: If Jacob's not here. You he can't defend it. Just keep going.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'll Dude. never, I'll die on the hill saying that short track racing is overrated as keep fun. talking that shit. <laughs> um,
2: So, uh, but anyway, whatever. Uh, Can't wait for Darlington. Uh, So, I guess for Xfinity, uh, I'm actually going to go with uh, John Hunter Nibichek.
1: So, he's running?
2: Yes. Is he Sam
1: Hunt? Oh, okay.
3: So, that leads us to Cup. So, the Cup. Obviously, like we said, this is Hendrick dominated. This, this, this is Hendrick's track. This is the stomping ground. This is where you come from. So if I'm going to pick again, I would have to say Alex Bowman. But I'm not going to say Alex Bowman because Alex Bowman's going to finish second. Okay? So it's not a needed win, but it's going to be a win that's going to happen. And I think that nine car of Chase Elliott is going to go to victory lane at Dover.
1: Did Cooper just pick Chase the Chase? Followed
3: right behind Alex Bowman. Is it close? Is it a close finish? I don't think it's close. I think he's going to pull about a two second. About a two. I think Chase nope. is going to have a good...
1: You, you know that Chase Elliott almost got his first ever win at Dover. But Ryan Newman fucked him.
2: Uh, oh yeah, Kyle Busch said nope. Ryan Newman
1: said nope.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah Kyle said let me make the paint even worse. <laughs> yeah. I tweeted yeah. that video today for celebration of Dover week by the way.
1: So
3: Ugh. That nine Cooper call. Cooper, I'm proud of you. That was a good pick. That was a good pick. And I was right last year. It was the first ever pick I was right on. So So, let's run with it. So
4: Cody, did you actually see my picks?
0: Uh I didn't what?
4: go through No, I don't open them until <laughs> it's time. Okay, so do you want me to give mine now or do you want me to give mine last?
1: Well, so, uh Cooper, who's your underdog? He said Al. Alex- Alex Bowman. Oh, okay. Bowman's second. Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, Dalton, you go next since me and Parver are still in the league. We're we're still the champions. (laughs) We are. We are. Oh yeah, I finally got my pick last week. Thank you, Ross.
2: Uh, so my underdog. (laughs) It's kind of tough for Dover. Um, I actually do want to say, uh, Brakuslaski. I guess I guess I can call him an underdog for this one. Uh.
1: Can't we have one fucking week without
0: without <laughs> one
1: week? Like
3: we have one shot. <laughs> Dalton admitted over the weekend he said, you know, I don't mind Brad K now. Because <laughs> he's and, always in last. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that is a fact because back in the twenty tens, the early twenty tens, I fucking hated Pride guts. Like Same. I, he was by Joey Legato back in the day, but like, I don't know. I just, I mean, that rivalry between him and Kyle's is dead now. I mean, it, they're kind of like being a dead horse about it. And Brad actually gave Kyle Bush like a respect tweet uh, this past week. So that's pretty cool to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'll say fucking and go for Brad. I mean, he doesn't really run all that bad in Dover. I mean, he's kind of top 10. He'll be right there, here and there, just. I'm just going for it. I know. I know. I'm sorry.
0: Just go in with your main.
2: Yeah. This is my main pick. I'm going to stay in the Hinder camp, and I'm going to go with uh, William Byron.
4: It's not a bad pick.
1: I'll go next since you're still in the lead Parv. Yes, Ryan, we are still going strong. Two hours and 13 minutes into this, this show. Oh, shit. Ooh, you got it. That's pretty that's pretty. It's really hard to bet against Hendrick um I can't even make Hendrick an underdog here like I could not say that Byron Chase, Larson or Bowman are really underdogs per se um, so I'm gonna try to be a little spicy with it. my underdog for Dover is a guy who has been scratching on the post for a win. Shit luck but his teammate has two wins. Daniel Suarez is my underdog for Dover. But for my winner for Dover, it's not an underdog. And it's somebody that everybody should expect to win at some point this season, right? I think he's up to 53 races now, winless, something like that. Um, Cooper, that's a nice little hat you have on, brother, because Kevin Harvick, Shit. Happy Harv, is going to finally break that horrible winless streak that he's on and he is going to move up in points and finally solidify himself as one of the greatest of all time kevin harvick wins at dover book it
4: so cody something funny did i steal you so my underdog is kevin harvick <laughs> Kevin Harvick is going to get the dub, and I mentioned to Cody, if I ch- think that I was going to be spicy, my winner is a Chevrolet. It's not so you've hinder. got you've got
3: Riley, then you've got Kevin, but now you're going back to Chevy.
4: So here's the thing: it's not a hinder car, it's not a penny GMS car, and it's not Ross Chastain. My pick to win dover is daniel suarez i swear to
1: god i had no idea
4: <laughs> that's how i was freaking out. i was like oh my god i swear made, to god you <laughs> said daniel suarez I'm like he picked my uh, he picked my actual pick then he said I'm like, he picked my underdog so deadass. ass well, that means that we're going
1: to just keep dominating because one of those guys are going to win. There's no doubt about it. Um, yes,
4: I, I was like, because I think was, I was like, because I was Julie expecting to get like bad like takes on like the Daniel Suarez pick. But I think he's going to do it. Daniel's
1: win is coming, man. There's no debate about it. Like he has ran so well. All, he leads every single race, man. Every race he That's leads. What I, I was like, he's been consistent all year. He's just got terrible yeah. luck. Like, that's all there is to it. Um,
4: so, yeah, Daniel Suarez is going to go to victory lane.
1: I'm not going to be mad either way. Like, whichever one of us, like, wins, I'm not going to be mad about. Like, we're both getting a point if either guy wins. Um, All legends have their rough times, but Kev will be back. Facts. Um, Larson and Byron, you cannot bet against Hendrick at, at Dover. That's just a track that Hendrick owns this weekend – when I make my bets, which I am in the fucking hole on, when I make my bets, I will have all four Hinder guys in my lineup. There's just no debate about it. Um, I, I think that's possible. I I could definitely see some shit happening last minute. I mean, we've got two weeks going. Why not make it third time the charm? Um, I, I'm excited for Dover, genuinely. Before we go, though, I do want to talk about one thing. Um, I want to revert back to Talladega. Del Earnhardt Jr. is an incredible commentator. Um, somebody I made a tweet about how good the commentating was. and somebody made a tweet that was really good actually. And they said that Dell Jr. was Clint Boyer's restrictor plate. And I think that that was like just a very good, very like just a very good analytical take on it. Um, I know you guys probably haven't watched the race yet um from tv i do like highly and i know y'all were there um but i do highly suggest y'all going back and listening to it uh mike joy talked five percent clint boyer probably talked 25 percent and junior had a solid 70 percent of talking time dude junior was so good and i know like junior could go on there and burp the entire like race and i would be like wow he did that better than anyone else (laughs) but but junior genuinely carried that broadcast so well all the moments where we normally cringe and it's like what are they talking about dude junior just absolutely carried that and i want junior to run every race for fox and every race for nbc i want junior 36 weeks a year 38 weeks a year Dude, like honestly, Junior absolutely nailed it. Obviously, he's an incredible commentator, but like he goes a step beyond when it's at a super speedway because Dell Jr. obviously understands super speedways way better than even the best of the best, right? And he was calling out stuff that Fox never calls out. He was pointing out things during like dead air time where nobody was talking. Junior's talking about something instead of just talking about. Them taking his money or 1968 and his convertibles, Junior was providing actual insight to the race itself constantly throughout that. Junior outshined everybody. He outshined both Clint and Mike Joy. He absolutely nailed it. I am so thankful that I stayed home this weekend. That is why I was okay with being home because Junior made that race enjoyable to watch from television.
3: Like, just bravo to Del Jr. Yeah. I'm definitely going to rewatch it. I have to. I just got to
0: hear it.
1: Literally, just for Junior's commentary, like, every single night, I fall asleep listening to the Dell Jr. download. Like, that's just... We drove back. We drove back from Atlanta. We were listening to it. Yeah, It's literally, like, I just... Dell Jr. talking is, like, my heroin. Like, that's just what it is. After five minutes of not hearing Junior, I'm like, I I need him. I need need some Junior. So, Dell Jr. being in the booth this early in the season definitely like has me so excited for NBC to take over. Anybody got any uh outgoing opinions or takes they want to
4: throw out? No, I was excited to hear. It was nice to hear. It was very – it was definitely the best booth of the season because Mike Joy barely spoke. of
1: <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same boat there.
4: If, if, if it was Clint and – Dale in the booth, the whole the whole season Dude, for Fox, it would be great. I forget
1: who it was. I want to think it might have been Junior that said it in the Discord. Um, hold on, I don't want to ignore Ryan. I
4: said, I said, I'm not
1: sad about last year's.
4: I said I would love to see Junior, Clint, and Tony in the booth. Junior
1: Who's- said the exact same thing.
2: Who's in the booth next week? Or did- I
1: haven't announced it yet. They haven't
2: announced it yet. Oh shit!
1: No, but I think there was so- actually. Hold on. I
4: don't want to be that guy. Yeah, Clint, Clint, Tony, and okay, and
1: Del- no, please. not announced yet.
4: Oh shit! Okay. So I'm thinking it might just be. Mike. If it's just Mike and Clinton, it'll be sad because they won't my joy talk for
0: the
1: whole days. And obviously when Mike retires, I'm gonna be sad. Obviously, yeah. right? Like that's all there is to it. But for now, like I'm not pleased with Mike in the booth. It's gonna be
3: uh, Gary Danielson. Gary Danielson's coming to the booth. Who Gary and Vern. That? Gary and Vern. I
1: don't even
2: fuck. know who that is. You fuck Gary Danielson, bro. <laughs> I don't you don't watch know it. who that is. It's uh, big-
3: CBS, SEC CBS. He's the biggest.
2: Uh-oh. He is the biggest He's- Georgia Bulldog cocksucker I've ever seen in my life.
3: He's the small one. And then Gary was the bigger one. Or Vern. Vern was the bigger one. I love this, actually. That would be really. We
1: always have, like, cup guys going down to the trucks in the Xfinity. Let's put an Xfinity or a truck guy in the broadcast booth for the cup. I would like Noah. Noah would be cool. Oh, he'd be no, funny it would hell, be dope. I would love to have Larry in the booth every single week, dude. Give me Clint, Larry, and Junior in the booth every week, and I will die happy. You got Clint's like funniness, you got Junior's seriousness, and you have Larry's insightfulness. What more do you need? Yeah, I'm not.
4: Yeah, I'm not going to take Clint slander here. I like Clint.
1: I like Clint in the booth too, but I just don't think that him and Mike. Um, no. I don't think that they complement each other very well.
4: Because Clint wants to be funny, but Mike wants to be super, super serious and be like... And
1: talk about the 70s and those convertibles.
4: Yeah. So.
1: But anyway, it's been an episode of LTC from East Tennessee. Um, we were joined here with uh, Elliot, as always, and then me, Cody, your host with
3: the most. Hey, it's Creek Boy. I love my Creek. Shout out Talladega. I'll never creek forget daddy. it.
1: Creek Daddy. Creek Daddy.
3: Creek Daddy, Creek Daddy, Coop Daddy here. Hey, let's get it.
2: I am Dalton Good, aka Don Ready Bush, with
4: Heidi Elliot. Look,
2: look you, Cody.
4: <laughs> I am Matthew Parv and the leader of the hashtag Parv Gang, baby. It's good to be back to bring prosperity <laughs> to the lecture <long-term laughs>
1: club. Parv Gang and your host with the most are the Prediction Kings, and don't we get it rich. twisted.
4: <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't think it's Dalton Cooper or Roush is back. Jacobs, so. we're coming
2: for that ass,
1: it's Creep Daddy. Y'all got a long way to go to catch up, us, especially oh. you, Dalton.
4: No, all no, actually, all, all three of them do. They're all one and nine right now. <laughs> Ooh, that hurts. So, so I, I, I want to leave y'all with some words of wisdom as Cody clicks the button to bring us the outro. Roush is back in the bottom twenty.